Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Now launching. Now launching. The dumbest radio show in America. <laughs> Welcome to Common Man and T-Bone. Not right now, but maybe in the future. That's what I'm saying. They're listening to us. Yeah. We're long dead. They might have been like watching I Love Lucy and being like, we got to go wherever this is. Let's get there. The, apparently they live in grayscale and then they just fly over here and then they are like, let's turn on the radio, hear what they're doing. And it's us from eee. and they're like, ah, hang on All now. Right, let's turn back. <laughs> <laughs> we came for I Love Lucy. We got Common Man and T-Bone. Let's yeah, turn back. That's right. Featuring Panama Ted. Too hot. Timmy Hall. I will rub one on my face. And a collection of profane noises. Coach? No, Dom. I'm a genetic freak. <laughs> and I'm not normal. I want me some glory hole. I'll keep it in the room. Stop breathing. It used to be a lot longer. The numbers don't lie. Bah! Bah! This is stupid. <laughs> this is man and bone. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thursday. We've done it again. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Oh, we got a show. Oh, we got a show. Got a show. We got a show. Degenerate Mm. T-Bone coming up at 448. It is Name That Whole Thursday. Mm. Uh, We we just judge people. We'll hear your stories. Maybe you think you're the a-hole. Maybe you think somebody else is the a-hole. We're stealing this from the Reddit thread. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Yeah, uh, you right. can tweet us at Man and Bone nine seven one. You can text us six one four seven eight seven three zero nine three. So yesterday we start the show. We talk about Chris Holtman getting the axe. We said to ourselves, "When wow. was the last time this happened mid season?" I mean, we've had coaches, both basketball coaches and football coaches, that were told that after the season they would not be retained. Right. But I'm talking about in the middle of the season. Firing a coach. So that was improbable. We talked about that yesterday. Hasn't happened in the, I would say, the modern era. Earl Bruce was told to go away as a football coach, but then he got to coach the Michigan game. They didn't play in a bowl game that year, but he finished out the season. I mean, that's, you are going back to, yes, the 1950s at the earliest, if that ever happened. And again, I'm guessing back in the 1950s, there was no Twitter, Instagram. I don't think people were getting fired mid-season unless they murdered someone on the street they may, maybe then they Even fire then you. they keep it quiet right so and here we are less than 24 hours later and yarmo gets the x mm-hmm. uh it was 11 years in the making the guy was on the job for 11 years as a matter of fact his anniversary was just a couple days ago yeah, a couple days we ago. talked about it we made jokes about it mm-hmm. yeah happy anniversary you're fired and it turns out that pretty much was the case now jd was not fired uh, he was there at the press conference today talking about how he's running the show for now. Uh, uh, my have, priest yeah. was sitting there. No ownership, though. What is it going to take for ownership to actually show up at a press conference? And don't talk to me about Mike Priest being ownership because he's not. He's not He's ownership. a glorified accountant who works as a mouthpiece. No, man. Uh, I, What's it going to take? What do you mean, what is it going to take? I mean, gonna, if firing your GM is not good enough to get the owner out of bed. 
Oh no, man! There's nothing that will get him out because you're. I, I don't understand how you can't show to the fan base that you take all this money from the taxpayers, of this city, that in this county that give you a whole bunch of money to keep your arena afloat. All that that you benefit from, you can't show your face because supposedly he's just he's one of these guys who just wants to stay out of it. Hey, man, I'm not trying to be out here being seeking some glory hole like Jerry Jones. That's I get it. There's a there's a point where you go too far, where you're too involved. Mark Cuban has been that guy for many years. No one is going to confuse right. John McConnell right. with Mark Cuban. That's my point. But show your face at a press conference when you're making a major change in your organization, which you did today. All these leadership books that everybody recommends, they all talk about, hey, man, when you make a mistake, you got to own it. Hey, when you do something wrong in business and life, you got to own it. That's a sign of someone who's a real leader. literally the owner of the team and you can't own up to anything that's going on with this crappy organization. So what you've done is let one of the dopes fire the other dope, but you left the main, you left the main dope still there. So I don't know who the main dope is. Well, the main dope point I was going to say is priest, but I guess the main dope is the owner. Who's the main dope dude. Here's my biggest problem with that press conference today. Cause John Davidson goes out there and sounded like, I mean, I, I the the main takeaway from this press conference, if you wanted me to boil it down into a sentence, is everything is great. I just had to fire my best friend, though. But other than that, we're great. Like, they tried to sell the Davidson tried to sell this as, hey, this team is super close. We came this close to beating some really good teams in the playoffs. And he, he's saying named off Boston. He named off the Capitals. And he's like, we were up in that Capital series. We had Boston on the ropes. No, you didn't. You didn't have Boston on the ropes. They beat you. Four to two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you had a couple games Four on the Caps. One, I think wasn't it a five game series? Or was it a five game? You're right. I thought okay. it was five game. You're right. Series. Either way, Capitals. Yeah, you had them for a little bit, and then what? They remembered. Oh yeah, we're the Washington Capitals. These guys but suck. Who, who cares? No, but they. What does that they have to do cling, with anything? They cling to the idea that if a few bounces of a puck had happened differently, we would have been Stanley Cup champs. And because those little bounces didn't happen, now I got to fire Yarmo, the greatest general manager this crappy team ever had. And so then he's up there basically having his little sobby moment, crying about how he's got to fire Yarmo. Meanwhile, I'm looking at this going, you have been in charge just as long as Yarmo. Well, he left for a while. And, and, where, and how'd that go with the uh, Rangers? Came back. How the, yeah, why was that? Because they fired his ass right out of there after a couple years because he sucked. You're right. The press conference was weird today. It was, we're not living up to standards, and that's why this had to be done. But also, let me tell you about how misunderstood and great we are. Right. Everybody around the league says, oh, you guys, fun to play. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you're tough out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Look, I'm so tired of everybody's nice. All right, look. Being nice is great. I, I'm nice. I, I try and be nice. Maybe you wouldn't know that listening to me three hours a day. <laughs> but I, I, I'm out. I, I'm charming. I talk to people at the store. I smile for no yeah. reason whatsoever. I try and be nice. Nice is good. Right? JD seems nice. Yarmo seems nice. Holdman is nice. Ryan Day is nice. All the players are nice. I don't care. I want dicks who can win. My, Here's what I want. Right. I want like the players to grab the microphone and nationwide before the game and say, "Hey, just want to let you know, this city sucks. You all suck." And then they go out there and win five to two. Oh my That's god! That's what I want. I. You know what? I'm with you. I would love to have a general manager, head coach, whatever of let's say just the Blue Jackets here, who say, "I got to tell you, the second the season's over, 
I go out to Phoenix where I live and I enjoy the cacti. I'm a big fan of Gila monsters. I don't live anywhere near here. Oh, when the season starts, I come in, I scream at everybody, and then they go win like 50 games. I hate it here, though. And they, Man, this cup is heavy. The la- <laughs> yeah, the last three years, it really hampered my getting home schedule because we had so many playoff games. The Stanley Cup that I had to drag around, it got really hot in the Arizona sun as I was on my patio. I don't live here. I hate Columbus, but I've won you three cups. I don't care about how much you like the city, how much you want to be a good person, all those other things. I'm glad that we have good people. I don't want someone who's a criminal, an evil person, all that. What I want is someone who stops telling me how good everything is and actually shows me a good time. You know what I mean? I want to have a good time when I go to Nationwide Arena and not because all the in-arena stuff is awesome, which it is, and not because all the concessions are great, which they are. They do everything else A-plus there, except that part that encapsulates the frozen water that you look at when guys are skating around on it. That part always sucks, and I'd like that to change. You know, famously, Mike Priest used to ask the questions in job interviews, if you were a tree, what type of tree would you be? Mm. Okay? Yeah. Now, for this next round, I want the question to be, have you massaged any butt cracks recently? (laughs) Yes. Have okay. you have you ever had a scandal erupt in a restaurant named after you? Yes. You have a hard time lifting up your hand because your rings are so heavy. <laughs> yes, you do. Okay, very good. Right. Yeah, man. I'll tell you what. Like there's there's something to be said about this organization and and we can go a lot of different ways with what the problems are with the jackets and all that stuff. Can I tell you the main thing I think encapsulates what's wrong with the Columbus Blue Jackets and I'm talking about from the ownership I am talking about Mike Priest, whatever you consider him. I am talking about John Davidson. I would be talking about Yarmo, but he just got fired. And I'm talking about the guys who are coaching this actual product on the ice and all the way down. You have largely in charge of the on-ice product of this franchise a bunch of losers. You have a bunch of people who go, you just don't understand how close we are. No, you know who could say that? If you're the Bills right now in the NFL and you're like, We've got Josh Allen. We've got a good defense. We've got some talented players. We get close to AFC championship games. We get to AFC championship games. We can't get the job done, but we're really good, and people should give us more credit for that. Fine. You're one of the top five or six teams in the NFL, but your fan well, base... You can go back to the 90s, too, and say, if it wasn't right. for that wide right, well, right yeah. we're champions. What, we, we go back to and say, hey, if it wasn't for those three other playoff series that we would have played after, yes. after losing to Boston, we would have won that <laughs> cup. Right. I'm saying... The idea of being close, yeah, there's teams that can say that in pro sports where it's like, we're really good. We're right there. We just can't get over that final little hump to win. That is not what this Blue Jackets organization is. This Blue Jackets team in the NHL thought process is a team that had a couple plucky years with a noted a-hole in John in John Tortorella who got more out of that roster than he probably should have after they had to go out and panic at the deadline Instead of panic at the disco, panic at the deadline is the Jackets' M.O. Then they had team meetings because that didn't even work, and they still had to back into the playoffs that year where they beat Tampa. That's your crowning achievement of the last 11 years was you swept Tampa after the team panicked and overbought at the deadline and then still almost missed the playoffs. That's the team we're talking about, like, a couple bounces. Could have been right there. No, you couldn't have. You were an eight seed that got a plucky win over a Tampa Bay team that was sleeping on you. Other than that, you've done nothing. So don't give me this crap about we beat Toronto in the in the, in the COVID bubble. season. Who cares? 
That was a play in, not a play off. You guys are losers. And the fact that you look at the losers, the loser teams all the time and go, wish we had those days back. That's why you're a loser. You're losers. Losers. Like a good neighbor. Loser. <laughs> Neighbors and losers. Yeah. Tell you you what. know what today's going to be, though? What's today? Today's going to be a fun day. Uh, yeah. Because a, today. Well, it should be a celebration. We got rid of one of the well, idiots. Right. We have more idiots to get rid of. Yeah, we're not, one of them's gone. We're not done. But we got rid of an idiot today. And so we dedicate the show to Yarmo, who's very nice. And oh, I'm he's thinking nice. of his family. All, th- all of it. <laughs> Fine. I heard that John Davidson's bringing up his family. It's very, like, again, very nice. I, I, I'm sorry. Did he do this for charity? No, I, I know. Was I know. he, was he doing all, this as charity? I don't want to be mean. I'm not being but, nothing but about. But I, I'll be mean. Okay. We have some uh, Yarmo bits that we've collected over the years. Bits? And so, yeah, it's, it's the last day of Yarmo. I figured we would we would play those bits today. And we'll listen back to the JD press conference and scream. And, oh, <laughs> just get ready, because I'll tell you, I was screaming listening to it the first time. Uh, some of that is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You should avoid both north and southbound Westerville Road between Westerville Woods Drive and French Park Drive. There's a structure fire right now. Police are on scene there causing some delay. And we also have a disabled vehicle on the Fulton Street off-ramp to eastbound 70 on the east side. And watch out for an accident at the intersection of Hamilton Road at Winchester Pike. This report is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same low down payments. Go to directauto.com for a free quote. I'm Nicole for 97.1, the fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Attention. Please flip your listening device to the stupid setting. Thank you. You're listening to Man and Bone. So, yesterday, Holtman fired. Today, Yarmo fired. Mm-hmm. And I pretty much take credit for the whole thing. You should. I mean, you citizens fired Yarmo two days ago. I made a, It was 11-11 on the clock. I made a wish. On February 13th. Was that right? Two days ago. Yes. It was Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. My wish was not for world peace. No. Not for the health and safety of my family long term. Mm. I've made those wishes. And I regret them. <laughs> Said I wanted to do something that actually mattered. And that's Yarmo get fired. And he did. Um, we're celebrating Yarmo today. We're celebrating the decision. Also marveling at the stupidity of it. Because that press conference today was ultra stupid. I like how the question was asked of JD. Why now? You know, you had the all-star break. You had the break afterwards. Why now? And JD essentially said... Well, I had back surgery, so physically I wasn't in the office. Oh, right. That's how this works. You have to physically go do stuff like this. Yes. I mean, this is, again, an issue of not having competent ownership or anyone above John Davidson and Yarmo who is viewed as being responsible enough to make these type of decisions. 
Because in a competent organization, the owner would say, well, I know JD's got back surgery, but uh, this team blows. Who do I fire over this? And he probably would have said, if anything, he would have said, I'll wait to fire them because I'm firing both of them. And I don't want to fire JD while he's getting hey, his tomorrow, back worked on. T- tomorrow. Parody song. What? JD's got back. I, no. Yes, no. JD's got back instead of baby's got back. JD's got back. And it's and all then, about and then the I have firing to rap, of And then Yarmo. I have to come up with a rap yes, song do. about him having a back surgery. Yes. No, I'm not doing but that. But I'll do the background. I'll be, oh, you make me so horny. <laughs> I'll do the background. <laughs> no, that's the dumbest thing. I'm not doing it. All right. Hey, we're Refuse. celebrating Yarmo today. We made a lot of Yarmo bits over the years because it's been 11 of them. Uh, here's what I have. Yeah. for I have Yarmo talks to Edmonton. I think we made that when... The theory was Yarmo would just win any trade. And he would call up another team and ask for whatever he wanted. And they would be so intimidated by Yarmo, they would just hand over the keys. Yeah, that's right. So there's that. We have Yarmo calls Josh Anderson's agent. I've forgotten what happened in that one. Well, I mean, Josh Anderson was all uppity. Yeah. Holding out. Right. He was and very... so then Yarmo called, took care of that. We now, also have for a time. <laughs> Yarmo calling Pittsburgh GM. I don't quite remember that one. Oh, uh, because the Pittsburgh GM had something to say about the jackets, I want to say. Okay. And we also have Yarmo and Jay Burson auditioning for Thursday night football. I have forgotten all about that. Well, what do you want to start let's, with? Let's hear Yarmo and Jay Burson. All right, this is Yarmo yeah. and Jay Burson, Thursday night football audition. Saints and Vikings, Drew Brees throws a pass for a first down to Michael Thomas. Hey, Michael Thomas, good Buckeye, my guy, hello. Yes, I don't care about the Buckeyes. You don't care about the Buckeyes? No, the Buckeyes are not the main attraction, is what I hear. I hear the pros are what the main attraction should be. Maybe if you played some defense like the Buckeyes, you wouldn't be fifth in the Metro, you piece of shit. Yes, the defense is the great thing for the Buckeyes. How did the defense do against Iowa? Oh, now we're going to talk about that again, Yarmo. You couldn't get enough of it out in the pre-production meeting. Now, them fun words. Oh, yeah, bring it, little I'm man. I'm going to kill you, Yarmo. Take a lie, go. This suit is so tight it cut off my circulation, but it will also cut off your <laughs> That's not my intestine. That oh! is that is something oh, all else. All right, you you win the fight and life apparently. That's right. I never have seen anything like that in my whole life. Is that a five and a half foot tapeworm, or you just happen to see me? You know what I took from that? What's that? The fun days where we were just fifth, fifth in, in the, the metro. metro. Oh, as soon as I heard oh, that, I was like, oh, I yeah. wish I was fifth in the metro. Yeah, no kidding. God, that would be like a competitive team actually having a chance to make the playoffs. <laughs> stupid. You know it's stupid when we're just laughing while we're doing it, and we don't take the time to do it again. I forgot. I mean, just leave it in. I just miss doing the Jay Burson phone calls. Not not the ones we faked. The actual Jay Burson phone calls where his phone would always be like, bloop. Just, I always miss it. I, I don't. Uh, here is Yarmo calling the Edmonton Oilers. Okay, let me call this jabroni guy. Stupid. Make trade. Yarmo be happy. 
Hello. Hello, Edmonton Oilers GM, whose name I don't care about. I want my, to make trade. Nobody what? cares what your name is. I want to make trade. Oh, okay, well, we have several players available. Who are you interested in? I want you to give me Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messier, and the Polar Bear. Both of those players are, are retired, and they don't play for us anymore, and I, I don't have a polar bear. I want a lifetime supply of poutine in my mouth. I, I don't know how to respond to that. I want you to take back Justin Bieber because he sucks and is stupid, and give me a maple syrup factory. Well, we don't want him either. We sent him down to you. I, we don't want him back. You are making Yarmo's headache. How about you give me Neil Yakupov, Jordan Eberle, and I give you Adam Cracknell a bag of pucks in a big can of shut the f*** up. That doesn't sound like it's a very good trade on my end of things. I don't care about your end of things. Fair enough. I respect your opinion. I want you to say my name. Say, what does that mean? Say you your name. You know what my name is. I, I know what your name is, but why say do you want to Say my name. Yarmo. Yarmo Kekalainen. You're damn right. My pants just exploded right off my body. I don't know why. I'll tell you why. Because Yarmo is Yarmoing again. Have a good day. Your team sucks. Mine is great. Bye-bye. I feel so violated. You should. Click. <laughs> the, the click. Stupid. It's good. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's good. <laughs> By the way, what kind of yarn, what kind of phone call is Yarmo making today? Hello, is this Chris Holtman? Would you like to grab lunch? You're going to buy with your twelve point eight million. I'm on the phone with Stephen Bardo right now, <laughs> <laughs> blaming everybody else except I me. Don't know how anybody found out about me getting fired? Oh, my team got a text message. How did they know? Jeff Goodman told everybody. Oh, that's right. I called him. I forgot. An idiot. It was after I called Stephen Bardo. And said it was all Gene's fault. I mean, I like the Holt man mostly, other than, you know, the results. Yeah. But this whole process afterwards, like, how did they find out? You let them know. It was, they told you, and you called all your buddies in the media. It seems like two and two. I don't know. The headline today was Chris Holtman blindsided. 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 <laughs> Look at him. That's right. All right he we he have adopted more. a talented offensive lineman and fostered him so that they could win football games. Is that what we mean? Yes, that's right. Okay, got it. We have more uh, dumb Yarmo things to share with you today. It's his last day. Yarmo dead today. And some sound bites from the John Davidson press conference that will make blood shoot out of your eyes. Oh, yeah. Good. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. 
You're going to hit some stop-and-go traffic on eastbound 70 on the west side between Mound Street and 315, about a five-minute slowdown. And still that accident at the intersection of Hamilton Road at Winchester Pike to watch out for. This report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers. Build Ohio right, build it union. New year, new projects. Tomorrow's infrastructure is in the skilled hands of the Ohio Laborers. From roads and bridges to buildings and solar farms, the Ohio Laborers do it all. Build Ohio right, build it union. I'm Nicole for 97.1. The fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. So Yarmo fired today. Chris Holman was fired yesterday. Yarmo fired today. Mm-hmm. Not nearly all the firings that should have taken place over at Nationwide, but I guess, hey, it's a start. Uh, we're celebrating Yarmo today, and by celebrating him, we are grateful that he's gone. Thank and God. playing old bits that we made of Yarmo. Uh, some Buckeye news. James Laurinaitis officially linebacker coach over well, at Ohio State. Oh, so congratulations yeah. to our guy. I just saw yeah. Pat Murphy tweet that out. What the? All the good today. Got rid of well, not all the good. Got, got all rid the good. of. I mean, got rid of one dope. Step towards something. Put a guy that should be. I mean, he should be coaching linebackers from here until whenever he says he doesn't want to do it. You know, as far as teaching guys how to play defense, James Laurinaitis. My God, if you're, I tell you what, if if that doesn't improve things even more than it already is, right? The defense has already been much better, but now you got him coaching linebackers. You know what? They're not. No one scored a point on the Buckeyes this year. Mark it down. Done. I was uh, driving in today. I got the news that Yarmo was canned. And so I flipped on the NHL network on Sirius. Probably just breaking it down left and right. Talking about like... Well, they nothing. were. They, they were talking oh, about oh, it. They? And, they, they, okay. and they carried Davidson's comments at 1130. Live. Okay. Well, that's an improvement. I didn't but know they would do that. What else are they doing on that channel? But before that... Talking about Toronto? You know, wh- whoever hosts were on, you know, one of them said... Playing for the Columbus Blue Jackets is like Groundhog Day. It's the same team over and over again, mm-hmm. which is something you and I have been saying for years, but I like how like national people say it. All of a sudden, it's gospel of course, for some Buckeye fans. but Or Jackets fans. What did I say? Buckeye fans. Yeah, them too. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's such a nice experience over there at Nationwide. And when we talk about how bad the team is, we're not talking about all those people that work behind the scenes to make sure your game day is fun. I am, however, talking about the marketing department and their dumb slogans. So here's what I would like to do. Just like Costanza did back in the day, that got him the Yankees job, it got him a hot girl. The Jackets need to do the opposite yeah, of everything they've been doing since their inception. So even though you go there and you have fun times and, oh, there's the cannon and fun videos play and music, we need to stop all of that. What we need to do now is have players come on the ice before the game even starts, tell fans how much they hate them. Mm. They take the microphone. I wish I was playing for another team. Right? <laughs> fans right. boo. <laughs> also, in between 
you know, stoppages in play, in, in, in the stoppages in play. Instead of having kiss cams and look at this cam, we have the fat and stupid cam. Okay. Where we single out people who are fat and stupid in so, the crowd. So you and me. And we, no, everyone. We oh, just, we mock say, them. We just, we'll just go there and we'll be fat and stupid. Yes, we mock yeah. them. Okay. Um, what else can we do? We can uh, why make it we, really cold Why in are there. we doing this? What is because this it's the, the opposite. Oh. Because the entire franchise needs to do the opposite of what they've been doing. Oh, I see. Right. Because it's been so good. It's been the, the behind-the-scenes experience, stuff, except yeah, for the stuff okay. on the ice, has always been fun now. when you go over there. So let's I'm make following. it miserable. Right? So instead of like, hey, this fun thing, the fun hockey game song comes on. <laughs> we just have swastikas on the screen or no, something. No, 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 no. You do the opposite no, is what no. I'm saying. I, okay. I don't know if the opposite of the good old hockey game is propaganda and hate symbols but you know your mileage may vary on that uh what i do know is this this team will not improve if we all just keep blindly going over there and dropping hundreds and thousands of dollars on them for no results at some point they have to feel it that the fans acknowledge that this sucks that is i'll tell you this folks the reason this team is mired in mediocrity and bullcrap is because no one over there has the guts to admit when it's time to rebuild, like it was a couple years ago with this team. They kept trying to sell you on, rebuild? I don't know about that. I think we're doing more of a reload, you know what I'm saying? And so then that's why you got guys like Boone Jenner playing 26 minutes a night, and you're not playing your young players. Because they want to sell you on, Boone Jenner's out here busting his hump, see? We're not just... Letting the young guys play all the time. If we were doing that, you'd almost believe we're out of contention with nothing to play for. But we're playing Boone Jenner. You people are probably stupid enough to believe that means we're competitive. You don't know. You don't believe that. No one does. But they tell themselves if we actually admitted we are rebuilding, no one will come to these games. And so maybe it's time to do it the other way around. Maybe we just don't go. And then they have to finally say, well, I guess no one's going to come. We might as well rebuild it. Because you have to. You have to rebuild this team. Yarmo's going to have to shave his own balls now. Hedger's not going to be able to do it. <laughs> as agent, Brian Hedger. Mm-hmm. That's, it's convenient when you get your own agent installed in the local media so you can just write all the puff pieces for you. Here's, uh, here's JD from today, press conference. He, how they're going to go now making this decision, who's going to be the new GM. Mike Priest and I, along with our ownership group led by John P. McConnell, concluded evaluations and decided now was the right time to make a change. While we begin our search for our next general manager, I will work with our hockey operations management team on all hockey-related decisions, including the upcoming trade deadline and ongoing scouting efforts. Okay. Right. I hope that Vili Saren was the one who fired Yarmo. <laughs> You are fired. Blue Jackets say you are fired. What does it even sound like when JD comes into Yarmo's office and fires him? Is it just like, hey, I'm so sorry. I got to do this, but uh, I I don't know what else to do. Like, I just. I would have done this three weeks ago, but I had back surgery. (laughs) (laughs) No, he wouldn't have. He's not fired. Listen, man, I don't know what, I don't know what possessed them to suddenly do it now, but the fact that. My wish is what present. Yeah, they right. Had You're to right. Do it. You're I right. wished it. It's the only thing that makes sense. I made a citizen's firing. That's right. That's right. But what I'm saying is, this is the group that decided to hire the the dumbest coaching hire in the history of the NHL, or one of the top five, 
and that is the Mike Babcock situation. How they were even allowed to proceed into this year is beyond me. But now, yeah, the All-Star break happened. Could have fired him then. No, let's get even closer to the trade deadline and then fire him. Which, again, they shouldn't even have been allowed to do this. He was also talking about how, you know, he talked to the team today and addressed the team and talked about the mission and how they have to continue on the mission. The process was, he used the term process. Oh, we got a lot of process. The process continues. Process cheese over there. But, like, everything was just so good. It was, sorry we had to fire this guy, but I got to tell you, I'm bullish. Well, he's on the Columbus Blue Jackets. He he reminded me a lot of what I heard last year with the Holt man. We haven't heard it as much this year because everybody <laughs> realized they couldn't keep lying through their teeth. But we heard a lot of John Davidson telling us that, yeah, behind the scenes, I talk to people and they're like, boy, you guys are fun to watch, huh? What a team you got over there. And it's like, yeah, that reminds me of last year when the Holt man would lose by 30 and then Tom Izzo would come out and scream at everybody. How dare you think this man doesn't know how to coach? It's like, well, Tom, you're a Hall of Famer and... You just kicked this guy's ass. I bet you do like playing the Buckeyes. Everybody loved playing the Buckeyes the last couple years because they would give you an easy win. Jackets. Oh, man, we love watching your team play. Yeah, especially in your building. When they come in and you get an easy two points off them. That's, yeah. I would have liked to see John, John Davidson walk in that dressing room today and say, hey, team meeting, here we go. Uh, Yarmo's been fired, and it's all because of you. <laughs> That's all your guys. If you didn't suck so much, he wouldn't be fired. Also, mm-hmm. where's Elvis? He's taking a crap in the other room. Elvis, what's the matter? <laughs> oh my gosh! Pascal Vincent is just shining his bald head. <laughs> He's got his little rag shining it. Oh my god! What a bunch of losers we have for this you, stupid you franchise. Pascal taking a crap just with his sweater vest on, like nothing else is on. Yeah, just right. with the sweater vest is on though. Right. Did you ever watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Yes, we've talked about it. Okay. But you, the main point of that movie and the thing that always freaked me out about it as a kid was watching it. It's like, man, imagine if I were in that situation. If I were a kid, because that was around the time I was some of the ages of those kids in that movie. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, again, the premise of this movie is they got shrunk by their dad's shrink ray and now they're crawling through the grass trying not to get killed by an ant or someone's foot or a motor, uh, the blade on a you know lawnmower, whatever. And I thought at the time, this is an illustration of how it's terrifying when you realize there's no grown up in charge. It's just the kids like the kids were in charge and someone had to grow up and become like the leader. But of course, all of them are still kids to some level. I feel like sometimes watching this Jackets team, I'm looking around going, who's the adult? Who's the leader? Who's the one you actually go to and say, there we go. We can trust him to get it done. It's not JD. Clearly ain't Yarmo. It's not Mike Priest. I'd like now it's not our, the owner. our owner, John P. McConnell, to address the team. John, the floor is yours. Get out from under the desk. Stop hiding under there. <laughs> no, no, come on. Talk, this is, talk to these This is people. your team. You this paid for all this. Well, you can come over Daddy, here. Daddy paid for all this. Please come no, out from under the desk. Enjoy that. Enjoy it. Come on over here. Come on. Nope. There's not a youth hockey uh, tournament to go to. Um, I just wanted to say. Yes. Um. Oh, guys. You got room in that bathroom with Elvis? <laughs> Guys, give it up for our owner. He spoke publicly for the first time Let in nine me tell years. You something, I'm retiring after this year. This is an embarrassment. Then Brian Hedger comes out and is like, "The greatest owner in the history of the NHL is the new McConnell." Yes, he's speaking in I front of the media. Have personally, brought in my friends Michael Bublé to sing to you while Bobby <laughs> Orr kicks all of your asses. Tell you what. What's it like to be beaten up by a 75 year old man? Listen to me. I'll tell you right now. Rimmer could run circles around this group. 
Rimmer could absolutely run this organization better than anybody else has done it the last 20 years. I tell you that right now. Now, that's if Rimmer would actually get to do what he wants to. He's always being polite because he's just the guy on TV. But if you gave him the reins, let me tell you right now, he would he would rain down some fire. And guess who'd be first out the door? I interviewed Muhammad Ali in Calgary. He would rather serve in the military than be on this team right now. <laughs> he told me that. <laughs> well, he's not alive. Well, he, I had a seance last night, okay, and he good. came to me. Okay, was Bubba Smith there? Bubba, Bubba Smith, Smith was also there. That's right. <laughs> yeah, man. Actually, if you would pay Ric Flair to do anything, just have him come in here and Rick kick Flair's everybody's ass. Ric Flair's a Blue ass. Jacket fan. Have him come kick everybody's ass. Well, just do that. I'd rather him that than sell his energy drink. Let's go. All right. More of this crap. Uh, yeah. oh. That just sounds from Elvis. Can Billy Siren crap? Can Billy Siren run the team? Can we just have him? I don't like it. Get out. <laughs> just like dude, it's Arnold now. I don't know what it is. Our power play sucks. <laughs> Our penalty kill sucks. Stop waxing your bald head, <laughs> you stupid idiot. Colin Manning T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's an accident blocking three lanes on north, excuse me, southbound 71 on the north side at 5th Avenue, causing a 30-minute slowdown there and stop-and-go traffic from Hudson Street. Also slow traffic on eastbound 270 on the north outer belt between 315 and 71. This report is sponsored by AAA Car Care Plus. Save $104 on select sets of four Nokian tires at AAA Car Care Plus. Not a member? Not a problem. Everyone can save $104 on Nokian tires through February 17th at AAA Car Care Plus locations. See store for details. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hey, check out the podcast of this dumb show. It's available wherever you get your podcast. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. Click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Mike, as you know, Yarmulkekalainen, fire today, sent out packing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? He's such a great general manager. I'm sure there's a bunch of NHL teams already going, hey, can we fire our dummy to hire this dude? He's so smart. Everyone tells me how great he is. I bet he'll have a job running another NHL team. They might even, you know what? Vegas won the Stanley Cup last year. They're probably going to fire their GM to hire him. Well, I mean, Yarmo was the third longest tenured general manager yeah. in the National Hockey League. And well-deserved. Right. A lot of right. banners up there over at Nationwide. Lots. Yeah. Well, now a lot of the dummies who told you that Yarmo was just the greatest thing since sliced bread are now telling you something else. And I'm just curious how you feel about this. I saw uh, the Jackets beat writer for The Athletic who said... Blue Jackets will have no problem attracting candidates to replace Yarmo Kekalainen. Here are three reasons. One, ownership that stays out of the way but would sell its soul 
and then put in parentheses dollar signs to win. Okay. Number two, one of the best prospects slash young talent pools in the NHL. Because, Mike, there's one thing I know about the Blue Jackets. Prospects never fail. Every year, it's always going to be better next year mm-hmm. when those prospects get here. We just never know which ones, but we always know there's mm-hmm. some. You know who emptied our trash today at the uh, radio station? Who's that? Liam Foody. <laughs> <laughs> emptying our trash cans. And number three, incredible city slash fan support despite on-ice struggles. So to summarize that, Jackets beat writer for the Athletics said the reason the Blue Jackets have no problem attracting top candidates to replace Yarmo, ownership that pays money but will stay out of the way, best prospects in the business, and an incredible city with tons of fan support. You know what that says? That could be all true, but it also could be read another way, which is if you come to Columbus, there's no expectations because you've got an ownership group that will not meddle, but also largely won't care as long as the checks are cashing. Uh, You have prospects that are years away from being competitive. So if you don't compete right away or anytime soon, no one's going to get on to you. No one's going to, like, the local media isn't going to certainly get on to you, right? That hasn't happened with Yarmo practically, so it's not going to happen with the new person. They're going to give them another 10 years to get it done. And then the, the fan support, which, again, is great, and that is something great about Columbus. We have incredible fans here. But at what point does that incredible fan support almost kind of say, yeah, great, people will come no matter what I do. Doesn't matter how long it takes for me to fix this problem. What I'm saying is, I don't know that that's going to attract the best candidate. It'll attract a lot of candidates, but the best candidates might just go, yeah, that's great. I want to go somewhere where the expectations are a lot higher. Now I want to go somewhere well, where I can go for a traditional perennial fine. winner. Do you want to know why it's going to attract candidates? Water. Because it's a general manager job in the National Hockey League. Oh, and those yes. aren't necessarily the easiest jobs to come by. So, yes, it'll attract candidates. I know that. But what I'm trying to get at is I think people look at this as the fact that everyone has shown the willingness to just give you time. No, we need to have expectations. The fans do. The media certainly should, but they won't. And ownership should. Oh, we should expect more from this ownership group. I don't care how much money they waste well, hold on. Let's ask. on players that are terrible. John John P. Hey, John wanna, P. McConnell, where you, you at? You want to come out from under the desk now? No? You want a cookie? Yeah. Let me Maybe. give you a cookie. you have any cookies? Give him a cookie. He's a little mini chip ahoy. Don't choke on that now. You still have baby teeth in your mouth. I'm telling you, man. I, 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 like, I want to be hopeful, right? But... The fact that John Davidson was the one who got to announce that Yarmo was getting fired. Yeah. That, I would have done this three weeks ago, but I had back surgery. No, you What happened, have. though, is I took a metal rod from my back. I brought it in and beat the hell out of everybody. <laughs> By the way, oh. we're also revisiting some of our uh, Yarmo bits from over the years. Bits? 11 years of Yarmo bits. If you're saying, what does a typical Yarmo Kekalainen press conference sound like? It would be this. Hello. Welcome to my press conference. First of all, you're all welcome. Secondly, go yourself. Questions? Um, Yarmo, I was wondering how you feel about Ryan Johansson. First of all, I don't have feelings. All I have are cold calculations, encyclopedic hockey knowledge, and the razor-sharp wit. Next question. Um... Well, Yarmo, I was also wondering about how you think Sergei Bobrovsky played in the second half of the season. He needs to get better. What about Brandon Dubinsky? He needs to get better. Uh, Boone Jenner? He needs to get better. Are you the only reporter here? No, but everybody else is too afraid to speak. 
This is so intimidating. Please don't hit me. I will hit whoever I want to hit whenever I want to hit. Oh, God. Yes, I'm listening. Huh? Enough of this. Yarmo out. Hey, yo, what's up? Where is my theme music? Remember none I of remember that. Remember none of that. Either. None of it. Did we just have massive, like, fevers? What type that we of just... mushrooms were we I was on? The say, Michael I... Buble mushrooms, I guess. I feel like it was either drugs or severe illness. Hey, you know what we should do? We should do a Yarmo press conference and then end it with the "Hanging with Mr. Cooper" theme music. <laughs> By the way, you're on. That's 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 one of my favorite songs of all time. Oh come on now. Oh yeah, I used to love the. Oh yes, "Hanging with Mr. Cooper" was a uh, tremendous. Tremendous show. And by the way, look it up. Steve Harvey totally ripped it off. Steve Harvey built his whole life on Mark Curry. Mark Curry was the man. Steve Curry, or Steve Curry, him too. Steve Curry. Steve Harvey, fraud. Alicia Curry. That's, uh, is that Steph's wife? Is it? Alicia? Alicia Curry? Is that right? I think so. Aisha Curry or Alicia Curry? Aisha Curry? I don't remember. She had a Ann show. Curry from uh, hmm? NBC. Wasn't she the host of the Ann Today Curry? Show? Ann Curry? Was she? I think so. I don't remember this. Ann Coulter. <laughs> your, ga- your gal. Oh, yeah. Anne of Green Gables. Just literally to get away from Ann Coulter. Just to go Clark somewhere else. Gable. There you go. Clark Bar. One of my favorites. Roseanne Bar. Mm, that's right. Passing the bar. No, not a no name. No one on this show. Not a name. Huh? Oh, I have to go bar? Bar Rescue. John Taffer. That's a show. It's not a name. All right. More of this crap next. And, what, you know, we have Gene press conference from yesterday. Oh, there's, yeah. there's so much stuff to do. Yeah. So Gene had his press conference to talk about the Holtman firing last night. We'll dissect that next. Cowan Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You should know southbound 71 between 5th Avenue and 670 on the north side is currently closed due to an accident, expecting an hour delay there. We also have a disabled vehicle on the Fulton Street off-ramp to eastbound 70 on the east side. This report is sponsored by AAA Car Care Plus. Save $104 on select sets of four Nokian tires at AAA Car Care Plus. Not a member? Not a problem. Everyone can save $104 on Nokian tires through February 17th at Triple A Car Care Plus locations. See store for details. I'm Nicole for 97.1, the fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man in Bone. All right, if you're wondering what they're doing over at Nationwide Arena right now, they're throwing holy water at their radio. It's going to work for at least this segment because we're moving. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, they'd rather excuse us, me. This is one of the days oh, where no, they excuse me. They'd rather us not talk about the jackets today. One of the few times in their history they can say that. Uh, but, we're going to uh, move on to Gene Smith. He had his press conference last night, six o'clock, to discuss the Chris Holtman firing. So Holtman was fired yesterday. Yarmo fired today. If you're just waking up. Yeah. By the way, 
Way to try to upstage the women's basketball game. The real thing people cared about last night on campus. Shout out to them. They got it done, beating Nebraska by like 30 points. Just demolished a team that took number two Iowa down on Sunday. But anyway, winning, winning streak at 12 games now, Bone. Ohio State women's basketball. I'm just telling you, the bandwagon is big. All these other teams craptastic around here, except for the crew. Crew are getting it done, defending champs. But outside of that, men's basketball team, trash. Blue Jackets, trash. You got the women's basketball team. Let's go. I'm just telling you. What about uh, women's hockey over there? Oh, yeah. Women's hockey's not trash. With, with your game. Number one team. Yeah. Nadine. Nadine. Neighbor Nadine. Nadine. AKA Coach Muzz. Nadine. Get it done. They're number one, baby. Nadine. Yeah. So I, I'm just saying when men let you down, look to the women. The women are going to pick you back up. They're doing it now again. There you go. Mm-hmm. Back to you. Uh, Gene Smith yesterday. What do you want? What, what do you want Gene talking about? I got a lot of Gene cuts. Do here. you have any of him? Well, I don't know. Just, just, you I, want, I know you want weepy Gene. I know there's one where he like broke down in tears talking about the Holt man, which I, well, Go ahead. Well, here's Gene talking about how this was a very hard decision. It was hard. You know, um, this is good radio. We have to say something. I'm saying it. This is really hard. Spencer, when you have good people and you care about people, then it's hard. Um, if you don't have a good person and you really don't care about the person, it's easier. But when you care about someone like I do, it makes it hard. Look, I these guys are human beings. Uh-huh. I get it. Uh-huh. They have a, a nice relationship. It is difficult. They know each other on personal levels that you and I don't know. Right. You know, we all we do is watch the games. We hear stories about how nice everybody is, but you know, they're they're working together every single day. I get that. I get it. But like we had it today with Yarmo, we've had it with Ryan Day, we had it with we have it with players, all very so nice all the time. Everybody's great. I Everyone's hope Jake such Diebler a good comes out on Sunday and whips it out, <laughs> and then goes out and beats Purdue. Oh He's, yeah, I'll tell you what I think about. I don't know why Rimmer's here now. <laughs> oh, no, Jake Dealer, you're doing more of a person. Hey, I think. everybody, got to put it more like a person. Look at this, and Zach Eady <laughs> is gonna take it. <laughs> how right. do you like it? All right. I mean, I'm with you though that. I, I had that a bunch because last night I was like, you know, I don't relate to this idea that we all need to feel bad for Chris Holtman. Chris Holtman is a college basketball coach. Yarmo Kekalainen. You heard John Davidson getting a little bit of like, oh, man, he's a good friend of mine. Yeah, I bet. These guys are paid millions of dollars to work in sports, which, number one, is a dream job. But number two, they also know what the results business is in sports. They know how it works. Chris Holtman signed a contract that says if he doesn't get the job done, they have to pay him all the money that he's owed after they tell him to go away. So, yeah, from a personal pride standpoint, from a friendship standpoint, I'm quite sure for Gene Smith, it's tough to go to a friend of yours and say, Chris, we can't have you be the basketball coach here anymore. I got to let you go. I'm sure that's not the most easy thing to do. And I tell you right now, Mike, you and I have worked together longer than the Holt Man and Gene Smith did, and I would say we probably have worked more hours side by side than those two have, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we spend at least seven or eight hours a day together, five days a week. You think the Holt Man's doing that with Gene Smith? No. If you came in here tomorrow and said, Bone, I got to cut you loose, man. It's not working out. However, here is $12.8 million. Happy trails. I'd say, great. You want to get a beer? I'm buying. Like, I... Our friendship's not over. I'd actually, Ted, you want to go? Let's go get beers. I'd be so thrilled, even though I would be sad for our partnership to end, that you gave me $12 million to go away. 
I would figure it out. I'm saying as someone who's been fired from jobs where they did not give me $12 million, I don't have a lot of sympathy for big-time coaches, GMs, when they lose their jobs. I really don't. Here is Gene talking about the death of Ohio State basketball fandom and how he disagrees with that. This is a long cut, so we may stop it and add our own two cents in here. That's so funny. I mean, you guys are opinion makers. To say that it died on the vine. Lowest attendance you've ever had. Yeah, but it's still 8,000. Lowest oh. attendance you've oh. ever had. Oh. It's, yeah, still it's still 8,000. 8, how many fit you in that You have building? an arena that fits over 18,000 people. Oh, my gosh. And, I did not hear that quote. And Yeah, and we're all you guys. You're opinion makers. First of all, Gene, you don't know. You're not talking to opinion makers. No, you're talking to mostly guys who just write down what you say and then publish it. If, if you would like to come on this show, by the way, people always say, why don't you have these guys on? Because they don't want to come They don't want to come on here. They don't want to come on. Come on, Gene. Come on the show and talk about. You come in here and, and, and we'll talk. You can opinion talk to makers opinion makers. Wrong. Yeah, go right ahead. 8,000 people, you're going to stump for that. Anyway, go ahead. We can debate that all we want to, but at the end of the day, this, this is about 8,000 uh, fans at the last game that we won. So the facts are this. We have to have expectations consistent with reality. There's going to be games throughout the year where you're going to only have eight or ten. You guys seem to forget that conversation from like ten years ago. The reality is that's going to happen. It happened during Thad Mata's years. Go back and look at the numbers. There were eight and 10,000 fans periodically throughout the season. You want to look at the numbers? Let's look at the numbers. Look at the average numbers. Average attendance. This year, all-time low. Mm-hmm. Last year, all-time low. Yeah. You look at other attendance numbers, especially coming out of the pandemic, that is an anomaly. You don't see it. You see bad teams drawing fans because fans just want to go someplace. They want to get out of the damn house. Mm-hmm. They, right. they don't want to watch your product, though. And look, who again, whose fault is that, too? We've talked about this a million times. You have built yourself an arena that has no charm, that doesn't bring people in, that nobody wants to go to. You, Gene, I know, didn't build that arena. However, you threw another $80 million at it to renovate it when you could have cut bait and left. Yeah, man. That's, I mean, that's, to me, that's the biggest issue here when Gene Smith wants to talk about the attendance isn't, you know, it's not as big of a problem as you think it is. No, I, I, I tend to agree that the attendance will be fixed when the team is fixed. Don't you? I mean, I, I do think people will show up, but if you're wondering why is the atmosphere not better, those are two different questions. No, the the whole thing is people compare. You're, you're going to have games like that. No, yeah, it, you're going to have games where it's eight ten thousand when Walsh comes in. You're not going to have games where eight ten thousand people are there in the middle of the Big Ten season on a weekend, unless you've had two years in a row where once you hit Big Ten play, yes. that's what it looked like. When that when people come out for crap, they pay Big Ten ticket prices. You have those adjustable rate mortgages on the tickets, right? Where you can flip it around depending on who the opponent is. If you think it's a good opponent, hey, the prices are more expensive. So you pay those inflated prices. You go to the game. You see nothing. And you see terrible play and a disappointment and a loss. People say, I don't feel like coming to that anymore. By the way, I would just be curious, Gene, since you're the athletic director of all the sports there, how's the women's team attendance compared over the last two years? Has it gone up or gone down? I'll I'll hang up and listen to your call. The answer is it's gone up because that team has been good, exciting, fun, and people have gone there, seen that it was fun, said, I would come back for this because this is enjoyable. They go to a men's game and they said, this sucks. 
Not because of the sh- it's played in the same building. Last I checked, but the atmosphere is better at one of them because the games are better because the fans are rewarded by actual good play. That's the difference to me. However, to your point, there's got to be six, seven, or eight games where we're close to that sellout or at the sellout. We haven't had that, to your point. That's really what you're talking about. It hadn't died on the vine. At the end of the day, uh, we need to get better. We need to win. And my advice to Ross is simple. Product, place, price. That's marketing. You got to win. You got to win. Gene? You want it? You want atmosphere? Open up the doors for five dollars this weekend against Purdue. Oh open, yeah, open it up. Yeah, yeah. five dollars. Come on in. Parking's free. Try and try. Let's see what happens there. You always talk about atmosphere. Everybody wants to talk about atmosphere. There you go. Yeah. You know what I would say? I mean, again, I don't know if there is a way to do this, but is there a way to figure out how to not allow the tickets to be resold? Because what I would fear is if they did a $5 ticket, $10 ticket, they would say, oh, then all the resellers are just going to put them on the market and it's still going to be you know, tough because they're going to raise the prices. The after the aftermarket people do that. Is there a way you can do it where those can't be sold? Where they, they're non-transferable? Can you do something like that? Then you could ensure people get to buy them for 5 or 10 bucks. They'll actually come to the games and they'll enjoy it. Or at least they'll have a better chance of enjoying it because they're getting a good deal and they don't feel like they paid a mortgage to come in there and watch their team lose by 20. I don't know. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe you should think about that. But he just said it. Product, place, price. That's marketing. All right. Well, your product's been crap. The place is cavernous and gross, and the price has been terrible. So that's... What are you doing to fix that, Gene? You've been there for the last 20 years. What are you doing to fix it? Gene's talking like he just started the job yesterday. Well, guys, I inherited. What are we going to do? No, you, I'm, you, I'm just helping out Ross Bjork down now. On this. You double down on all this. Anytime over your tenure, Gene, you could have shut it down. You could have shut it down and built something else. This is, But this is the narrative, right? We talked about Jeff Goodman yesterday talking about, oh, yeah, well, look at what uh, Xavier does. Yeah, look at what Xavier does. In a place that holds 10,000 people, if the Buckeyes had an arena that held 10,000 people, you'd say, my God, you can't get into that place. Even when they're bad, you it's tough to get a ticket because they're averaging eight or 9,000 a game. It's it's pretty full. Yeah, that would be different. We don't have that. You have to fill up nationwide arena basically every night for a terrible college basketball product on the men's side. That's no good. My next question would have been, how come the Blue Jackets can sell tickets? Well, there's that. Sure enough. I mean, that's a craptastic product out there every single night. They sell tickets. Why? Yeah, with a worse reputation than you. All right. Uh, more Gene Smith stuff coming up next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. On 71, on the north side, between 70 and 11th Avenue, expect a five-minute slowdown there. And a few-minute delay on eastbound 33, between 270 Southeast and Ebright Road. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Don't miss huge savings on better sleep during Mattress Firm's President's Day sale. For a limited time, shop in-store to score a Sleepy's Queen mattress for only $89.99. That's over 60% off and the lowest price ever. So hurry in today. This deal is only here while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1, the fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. 
All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and Tebow. Let's do caller number eight. Because Gene is very excited about 8,000 people coming out to see Ohio State basketball. Caller number 8-614-821-9710. It's two tickets to see the Buckeyes against Purdue on Sunday. Tickets are on sale through OhioStateBuckeyes.com. Uh, fandom is not dead. Gene told us. This is Gene also. Let, by the way, breaking news today is that Yarmo was fired. Yes. And we, we pretty much spent the entire 3 o'clock hour talking about that. Yeah, we'll have more to say on we it. We will, of course, have more to say. We have more Yarmo bits to play. But let me that. Let me tell you this, and I've, I'll say it. I said it earlier. I'll say it again here as we talk about Chris Holtman. I do not feel bad for human beings who get fired from jobs where they're making millions of dollars. I don't have enough. I have a lot of sympathy in my heart for a lot of people. There's too much suffering going on in the world for me to be that concerned about millionaires not getting to do their millionaire jobs for a couple weeks or months. Right, Yarmo's going to find a job again. Holman's going to find a job again. If they never work again, they've made more money than most of you listening to me will ever make. In a year, some of those guys have made more than you or I will ever make. So let's just keep all that in perspective when we talk about feeling bad for guys who lost their jobs, highly compensated individuals who didn't get those jobs done. Let's just... Let's keep all that in perspective as we move forward. Go ahead. Uh, Gene had his press conference last night, so we have not had a chance to react to Gene Smith's sound yet. Uh, This is Gene talking about why the timing of the move happened. Something I obviously have been thinking about for a little bit. And, you know, I I am so appreciative that Jake Diebler stepped up and accepted the challenge. That's not easy. I hope you guys appreciate that, that what he's doing is not easy. So my heart uh, is with him to a great degree. Uh, but we have a little runway. You have days between now and Sunday where you have time to accept the emotions of this moment and adjust and begin to coach our kids. I mean, there's some games where you only have two and a half days to recover. Actually, less than a, it's a day and a half because you get on a plane to go somewhere. So uh, the runway uh, for him... Uh, it's the best that it could possibly be when you're this deep in the season. So I'm so appreciative of, of him just stepping up and, and being a warrior and uh, taking this on. All right, that's him not answering the question. The question was, <laughs> why are you doing this midseason as opposed to at the end of the year? And well, so it was, let's all thank Jake Diebler for his selfless act of becoming the head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes. I, I guess, and again, this is nothing against Jake Diebler. This uh, what I'm about to say, but like, did I miss where Jake Diebler became like Mother Teresa for doing this? Like, is is he doing this for free? All these guys are getting paid to coach basketball. I know it's not the most fun way to get the opportunity, but again, as someone who's been fired and as someone who's taken over for a friend when he was moved on from, I've got to say, this is an opportunity for Jake Diebler to show what he can do. Don't treat this like Jake Diebler, this poor soul wandering out in front of an 18-wheeler. No, he has, yes, a very tough task on Sunday. He also has an opportunity to make a name for himself as a coach. 
I, I just don't understand why we're talking about everybody involved with this basketball situation like they've been woken up in the middle of the night and asked to do stuff that no one wants to do. They are all basketball coaches who signed up to coach basketball games. And now Jake Dillard getting his opportunity. Holtman had his opportunity for seven years and didn't get the job done. Oh, well, that's too bad. So, Gene, I, w- I would assume that, you know, making this move now sort of gives you a jump start when it comes to searching for a new coach. And it's not a, not a big game. Uh, you can do some some background checking and, and things of that nature, but it's not a huge game uh, because you really can't begin to talk to candidates till the end of the season. You know, it's so, you know, it's, it's more about... You know, these six games and where these kids are and, and trying to give them a spark. Um, and hopefully, uh, you know, it shows up on the floor. I don't, I don't, what? I don't get it. Like, this, is he looking at the standings? Is this a bubble team? <laughs> do, do you think that making this move about. right now is some... And the next question I have then, and again, I'm not at these, at these press conferences. I don't want to be at these press conferences. But again, you're welcome to come on the show, Gene. Anybody's welcome to come on the show. So you are essentially telling me that your head coach had stopped coaching the team. I got that's, that's the only thing, I, can, point, the only right? thing I can take from that. If you're saying that you didn't think the current situation allowed your guys to have a chance to win any more basketball games this year, so you're saying everybody just gave up there? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I just, I'm just trying to understand the logic behind this. And I, I didn't understand the press conference last night from Gene. I don't understand the press conference today from John Davidson because they keep talking about this move that they had to make. But then when you dive deeper and they start talking about the status of their programs, everything sounds like it's great. It makes no sense to it me. It makes no sense. Well, and again, I don't, so people don't misunderstand what you or I are saying because I don't think you're saying this. I'm certainly not. No one is saying these guys didn't deserve to lose their jobs. You and I have been saying for the old man, probably should have done this a few weeks ago. But what was Gene saying a few weeks ago? I'm excited to see how the rest of this season goes. I think we got a chance to turn this thing around. So, Gene, for you specifically, that was the question I'm guessing last night. Why, when a few weeks ago it looked abysmal like it does now, why did you decide to now do it when earlier you were like, I think we can make a run in the tournament or we're going to find out what happens. As a fan, this is what I think we're owed. As a fan base, I had a math teacher when I was a kid, and it didn't matter if you put down the right answer on the piece of paper, she would not give you credit for the right answer unless you showed your work. Yeah. Okay? I, sure. I would sometimes just jot down a number, I, maybe I did it in my head, the, the, the answer was right, but I didn't jot down the method, I didn't show the work, so it was wrong. Firing Chris Holtman is the right thing to do. Firing Yarmo Kekalainen is the right thing to do. But I feel like at both of these press conferences, Gene last night and JD today, neither one of them is showing their work. No. They're not telling you exactly why now is the right time for a move like this. What was going on with this program? What do you expect to see moving forward? All I heard from Gene was, yeah, last six games, hope we get a spark. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. For what? Right, for what? That won't even get you to 500. So that you can make the NIT? Like, is this what we're doing now? I, I, What's dude, the goal? I, I have no clue. You said what yourself this you can't talk to coaches until the end of the season. Ross Bjork is not starting even a con- in a consulting role until March 1st. All right. So please tell me why on February 15th this was the move to make. Let me give you, let me 
Give we got to take a break. Okay, okay. we got to take a break, and then we'll talk about more. Of this. I'm just telling you, I got one idea of what this is because right. we've been yelling about it on this show. Okay, all right. Common Maybe man. he listened to us. Yeah. Maybe he listened to us for once. Maybe Co- that's Common it. Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. There's an accident blocking the left lane on eastbound 70 on the east side at Hamilton Road. Emergency crews are on scene there. Also an accident blocking the right lane on southbound 71 on the north side at 5th Avenue. About a 10-minute slowdown. It's stop and go from Cook Road. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. New year, new hiring needs. Indeed's end-to-end solution helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all year round. Schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from your Indeed dashboard. Learn more by visiting Indeed dot com slash credit i'm nicole for 97.1 the fan traffic every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer put lifelock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss plus with a u.s based restoration specialist on your team you won't have to face drained accounts fraudulent loans or other losses from identity theft alone all backed by the lifelock million dollar protection package Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Their BMI is higher than their IQ. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hey, it is Name That Hole Day. We have not done any Name That Holes. We've just I know. Been, well, we've been busy. We got, you know... Gene's press conference to react to from yesterday, because Chris Holman was fired yesterday. Yarmo was fired today. So we have that to react to. We also have to play Yarmo's old bits, because it's bits. You know, Yarmo's funeral on the show I know. Yeah. So Um, if you have named that whole stuff, at manandbone971 on Twitter, text us 614-787-3093. For those who are not familiar, the idea behind that segment is, you tell us about a situation where somebody was possibly being an a-hole or a b-hole or a C-hole. Anyway, you tell us the situation, and we determine if anyone was being a hole, and mm-hmm. if so, what level of hole they were being. But we are the ultimate judge on that. That's on us. We're going to figure it out. Now, Mike, is it possible, because I'm trying to figure out what Gene Smith's doing in this press conference yesterday, where he's like, yeah, I wanted to get a spark for the team, you know, with six games left to go. Whatever, man. Is it possible? Because he did have a quote, didn't he, where he said something about, I regret the extension yes he said he regretted the extension because now of the expense that it costs to pay off chris holtman yeah now i give him credit for saying i regret the extension because so many of these guys that sit behind podiums are the i don't have regrets guys well that's true you know and and that's honor and that's good that he said right so that's i'll give him points for that Uh, i think that people who tell you they have no regrets are just douchebags because there are ways to Get to where you are currently in life and learn important lessons without some of the actions along the way. We can certainly admit that even though maybe life has worked out, you may have done some stuff in the past where you say, I regretted how I could have handled that better. I could have done that better, even on small things, but whatever. So at least he admitted he had a regret there. But you and I have been saying this is Gene's mess to clean up with Chris Holtman because he gave him that extension that was not warranted at the time, should not have been done. And so I didn't think it was fair of him to walk out the door and be like, all right, Ross Bjork, decide if you want to give this guy $12 million not to go away. Also, uh, call up the boosters you never met. Ask them for the money to do it. Also, you're going to need to hire a new coach. They're going to ask for more money. And they just got done getting asked by me and the NIL if they can give us $14 million to fill out the roster for the football team. Anyway, good luck with that. 
I felt like that was Gene's mess to clean up. So the timing thing for me, maybe that's Gene acknowledging I screwed this up right, and I got to do something to fix it. Then then use your words and say that. Well, just sit down at the podium and say, hey, the reason I'm doing this now is not because I want to see something in the next six games. It's because uh, our new AD starts in an advisory capacity in a couple weeks. And I don't think it's fair of him to come into this mess and try and clean it up when I made the mess. So I'm going to start cleaning it up right now. Instead, the, the end. Yeah. Instead, we get, it's really tough on me to fire one of my friends. I didn't really want to do this. And, and then kind of hinted at everything was kind of good other than the way the season's going. But we got some guys we could spark, apparently, to get to be successful. What bugs me about that press conference yesterday, what bugs me about John Davidson's press conference with the Jackets today, talking about Yarmo getting fired, I feel like I'm being talked to like I'm a five-year-old. Like, they're telling me things that they think I'll go... Oh, okay. Sounds good. Thanks for the info. And then I'll just walk along and go, I don't know anything about anything. I've watched this team. I've watched both these teams play. The Jackets, Buckeye basketball, men's Buckeye basketball. I've watched the tenures of these men you're talking about that you fired. I know how awful it was. I know why they were bad. I know you were part of it, Gene and JD. And you're talking to me about it in a way that... I feel like if you know nothing about the situation, it'd be very easy to listen to those press conferences and go, well, I guess that's why they had to fire these guys. They did have to fire them, but they're acting like they don't know where it came from. And I'm whoopsie. How'd this happen? At least with Gene, he admitted it was a mistake to give Holtman the extension. But I felt like in both those press conferences, I was getting talked down to by a couple of guys who think, yeah, these putzes won't know what I'm saying anyway. Who cares? I'll just say whatever I want. doesn't matter. No respect for for the fans, in my opinion, the way that they said those press conferences. No. Uh, here's the other news today. So we have uh, James Laurinaitis, officially Buckeye linebacker coach. Congratulations to him. Yes, that's a great move. Also, multiple out- outlets are saying the Jackets will host the Wings at Ohio Stadium March 1st, 2025. We had talked about this possibility. Was it last week or the week before? There was some rumblings about this. And so now, in typical Jacket fashion, the day they fire their GM... This is when it sort of hits the news. Well, that it's going to happen March 1st of next year. Well, actually, the way I saw it was I saw that news this morning at like 7 a.m. It was like breaking the jackets. They're hosting it. Buchagross tweeted it out, I want to say. It was one of the first people I saw. Bitch. Yeah, so that's a national source, not someone local here, who's saying it's finally happening. They're finally doing this for Jackets fans, which good for Bucci for acknowledging that. That's nice. So I thought, okay, well... That's cool. The Jackets are getting to do that. I mean, it's not the best season, clearly. It's been a rough, you know, existence as a franchise. But at least we're getting one of these games we've been wanting for a long time. And I was all excited to give my due to the Jackets. And then a few hours later, they're like, oh, by the way, we're firing Yarmulkekalainen. Yarm- they step on their own mess even when a good thing happens. I I'm I don't know anything about anything. My, I can guess there are people who work in the front office over there who are not involved in this stuff. I can bet you there are people over there who said, what the hell, when it came to this announcement today? Pick one. Don't do both on the same day. Don't have both of these things out there the same day. Why would you think, let's put that out there, and then we know we're firing Yarmo, so let's make sure we get that other thing leaked out first, so then we can go completely ignore it, because the rest of the hockey world, all they're going to talk about is firing your GM. Good job. They, They step on it even when they get it right. So dumb. Over the past uh, 11 years, we've made many bits about Yarmo. 
Uh, we did this one when they fired, not they didn't fire, they drafted PLD. Pierre-Luc Dubois. Pierre-Luc Dubois. Mm. When was that? When was he drafted? Gosh, that had to be 20... 2016. Wow, was it? I was going to say yeah. 2017, 2018. June 24th, 2016, his 18th birthday. Now, at the time, that was sort of a weird, controversial pick. I forget who they left on the board, but everybody was surprised they left they, so-and-so on the board. But it, Yeah, it was also, I think they moved up. They picked him a little higher than people thought he well, was Right, he was go. third overall. Yeah. And there were a couple people on the board that they thought should have gone. Now, I, I forget who they are, but we made a little song back in 2016 that if this didn't work out, Yarmo was going to get fired. Little did we know, here we are in 2024. Gosh. And that's when yeah. he actually got fired. Of course, five Stanley Cups later. Mm. But let's revisit our little uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois song. <laughs> Nationwide. Pierre Luc Dubois is coming in the creases where you'll find him now. Now, Yarmo thinks Dubois is awesome. If he's wrong, they're going to fire him now. I've gotten a lot of people the last uh, 12 hours or so sending me messages saying, you did it! (laughs) You talked about firing this guy and they did it. You're a genius. You've done it. I would love to take credit for firing Yarmo. But really, if you've listened to this show for the last six years, all I've said is Yarmo should be fired. Yeah, right. So (laughs) it just so happened that my prediction came true this week, but I've been saying it every week. For the most mm. part, for six years. Uh, Mike, the 2016 NHL draft, the number one pick in the draft was Austin Matthews. He's been good. We're looking good. Ug- ugly, though. Ugly, but it's ugly guy. Okay. I'll take, again, you'll, you'll take jerks who are good. I'll take ugly players oh, who are good. I'll take ugly and jerks. Yeah, absolutely. Line A was drafted two by the Jets and then PLD at three. The guy that the Jackets passed on that everyone thought would be good, it was actually good the Jackets passed on him. Jesse Pugliarvi. Oh, that's right. Pugliarvi. From right. in Edmonton got him. He played there for a few years, then went back and to... And he he's a Finnish guy, right? Because at the time, yeah. I remember we talked about that's Finn on Finn crime. Yes, that's right. So the next guy after that in the draft was Ali uh, Ulevi uh, for the Canucks, who also is from Finland. Uh, player number six is going to make blood shoot out of your eyes, though. Who's that? You know, the Jackets could have had if they wanted to. Hmm. He also is a... Left wing. I feel like I'm opening the deal or no deal case after the mm. game is already over. Matthew Kachuk. He sucks. I don't like Could him. Could you imagine? I don't like him. But <sighs> Matthew Kachuk wouldn't be Matthew Kachuk no, you're if right. he were here. You're right. The Flames the They Flames would have kept sending him. him back to the monsters. Flames picked him. By, by the way, the, the guy who drafted him, Brad Tree Living, was the GM at the time. 2015 to 2021 was his tenure. <laughs> I'm just like I'm just saying. People are like Yarmo made a lot of great picks. It's like, well, there's one that he whiffed on completely, and the guy who made the right pick there because it fell in his lap, 
That guy didn't last as long as Yarmo. Go figure. Uh, Degenerate T-Bone is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You'll hit some residual traffic from an earlier accident on southbound 71 on the north side at 5th Avenue. It's causing stop-and-go traffic from Cook Road. And also watch out for an accident on the left shoulder of eastbound 70 on the east side at Hamilton Road. This report is sponsored by First Service Credit Union. Most people switch to First Service Federal Credit Union for the savings, but they stay for the service. The quality of service that only a member can expect. Thinking of switching? Go to firstcu.com and check out the special offers. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Extra large. Extra stupid. This is Man and Bone. Bone and I do all our banging at Hollywood Casino Columbus in their 12,000 square foot sports book. Two huge walls of TVs, food, drink. Um, they have a new wait staff there at the uh, sports book. Mm. Chris Holtman will be serving you, and now Yarmo Kekalainen also serving you. Perhaps there's some pickleball that you can wager on. Yarmo's probably off playing pickleball today. He might be doing that. You're right. He's got some time on it. his hands now. He's sure. enjoying his pickleball. So stop on by the casino and the sports book and say hi to Yarmo for us. There you go. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now T-Bone's going to lose you some money. Common Man and T-Bones. Degenerate T-Bone. Degenerate T-Bone. T-Bone's picks for the weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Choose between virtual or in-person appointments at 200-plus care sites. Providing the finest care anywhere. OhioHealth.com slash finest care. Bone. Well, man, tonight uh, in the Big Ten, we'll start with men's basketball. You've got Minnesota traveling to uh, number two, Purdue. Where they will face, of course, Zach Eady, among others, who is, of course, uh, you know, in line to win his second Naismith Player of the Year award. He is certainly having one of his, you know, tremendous season yet again. Uh, I can't stand watching him because I feel like if he was six foot eleven, he would never be in college basketball. But he is, and he scores a lot of points and is tough to defend. However, one thing to keep an eye on is the Gophers do have a big man in Dawson Garcia who is very, very good. However, Dawson Garcia, when he was in the game for Minnesota against Iowa, Minnesota was up 18 points this past weekend, Sunday. Dawson Garcia got hit in between the legs. Oh, a little uh, pee-pee no-worky. Had to come out of the game. And you know what happened? 16 minutes left in the game when that occurred. Minnesota lost. Oh, no. They were up 18. They lost completely because this guy know what play. it's like to be up 18 and lose. Yeah, they do. That's right. Garcia is a game-time decision tonight, but if he can go, I think he can limit what Zach Eady does. So the over-under on points for Zach Eady tonight is 24.5. I would take a look only if you see that he's playing. I think they're sandbagging a little bit, and I'm guessing he's going to play. I could be wrong. If he does, I'd look at that under for Zach Eady because 24.5 is a decent number for him. He had 26 the last time out against Indiana, but... 
I don't think they're going to need him to score to beat Minnesota, and I could see other guys having big nights, and maybe he has a little bit less of a role if the big guy plays for Minnesota. So keep an eye on that. Meanwhile, uh, also we could look at the over-under in this game as well. Purdue has gone over in seven of their last ten, 16 of their 24 games this season. Minnesota's gone over three of their last four games. The over-under in this one is 145 and a half. I'm going to take the over. I think this is a high-scoring game, like I said. I just don't think Zach Eady's going to have as much to do with it. Now, looking at the women's side, there is a Big Ten game to watch tonight. It's Caitlin Clark in Iowa. They are taking on Michigan. It's going for the record tonight, right? Yeah, this one's at Iowa. They lost to Nebraska last time out. was one of their lowest point totals they have had in quite some time. Also, Caitlin Clark did not play well in that fourth quarter, surprisingly, for a variety of reasons. There are conspiracy theories that maybe they were trying to you know, get her to not break the record on the road, but break it at Iowa. Here's the thing. Over-under in this game is 154 and a half. That is high for women's basketball or any basketball in college. That's a high number. This is going to be an emotional game. I think she's going to she's going to break the record probably in the first half, and they're going to probably do something about that. There will be some kind of ceremony, something to that effect. I think this will be a very emotional game for everyone at Iowa. I do think the players will be thrilled to get this out of the way and done with so they can just focus on playing basketball. However, Michigan, while they're not a great team, they are one of the best defensive teams in women's basketball in the Big Ten. They are first in lowest points per game in the Big Ten. They allow very few points in their games. Ohio State had trouble with them and lost to them back on New Year's Eve. So what I'm telling you is the under in this game would be something for me to look at at 154 and a half. Meanwhile, we'll switch over to uh, the Daytona 500 because you know that's going on. Now, we're not going to pick. I'm not picking a winner yet, but I am going to give you a couple of We're going to pick our winners shots. coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Yes, we are. But I'm going to give you some long shots to keep an eye on for the odds. The overall favorites here for this race, Joey Logano, Kyle Busch, they're 10 to 1 odds. Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, 11 to 1 odds. Uh, a guy that I think is always tricky on these type of long racetracks, the big super speedways as they've called it. Bubba Wallace at 18 to 1 is a long shot to look at. Austin Dillon, Dilly Dilly, 25 to 1 odds is certainly an eye, a guy to keep an eye on. But really in this one, I will tell you, this is where if you are a NASCAR fan or you're not and you just want to gamble on a NASCAR race, this is the one where you could go out and pick one of these guys that's 50 to 1, 40 to 1. And they got just about as good a shot as anyone to win in this thing because you know there's going to be accidents. You know there's going to be guys who are really good who are going to get knocked out of this thing. And someone who's like a 50-to-1 long shot is going to be in the top five with two laps to go. So you might as well look down there at some of those guys. Names to watch there, Noah Gragson, Joshua Berry. These are guys who've been in this race before, assuming they make the race, assuming they're in. And how about this? Jimmy Johnson, seven-time champion, currently not He's got to struggle to make the field, but if he does, he is 80 to 1. Might be a guy you'll take a look at because this guy has obviously been around the block a little bit, knows how to win big races. Thanks, Bone. You're welcome, man. Uh, Major League Soccer put out a press release today talking about all their uh, play by play teams and color analysts they're going to have on the Apple broadcast this year. Mm-hmm. And I saw that our guy Neil Sika was mentioned in the presser today oh yes i'm very excited about this for neil i have watched plenty of the apple tv broadcasts last year and he he was on a few of them but he is now included as one of the regulars i think he's doing like 30 games he'll be all over he'll do some crew games 
Uh, so very good stuff for Neil Seeky. He deserves to be on that broadcast. Good for him. I would like to see Neil wear some decorative scarves. Oh, let me tell you. Because I know you. he has them. We learned this word earlier this week. The drip for Neil. Oh, he's dripping. It's, it's going to be uh, it's going to be bussing, as they say. Bussing and dripping. As the kids are saying, the drip will be bussing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, more talk about Yarmo getting canned. We may dive back into Gene Smith's press conference, but one thing we will do for sure. Fat boy food tip. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You'll find a five-minute slowdown if you're on eastbound 70 on the east side between James Road and 270 and expect some slower traffic on eastbound 161 between Hamilton Road and New Albany Road. This report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers. Build Ohio right, build it union. New year, new projects. Tomorrow's infrastructure is in the skilled hands of the Ohio Laborers. From roads and bridges to buildings and solar farms, the Ohio Laborers do it all. Build Ohio right, build it union. I'm Nicole for 97 Point one, the fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Dumb. Very dumb. This is Man and Bone. Uh, we got some pizza outside. Look, mm. we uh, we talked about this on the show yesterday. Uh, last, was it Friday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Bone's eating. Last Friday was National Pizza Day. So we spent the whole show talking about pizzas because that's what we do. And somebody texted us and said, hey, Meister's Pizza, I like it, but you better get it now because they're going to go out of business this year. And we said, what? We didn't know anything about that. We just read the text and then talked about other things. Turns out they got like 19 million phone calls saying, I can't believe you guys are going out of business. And they said, we can't either because we're not. No. So they have uh, they dropped us. off some pizza to, oh. to convince us that they're not. Yeah. We got one of their uh, like hand tossed pizzas, and if you've not been there, I mean, it's a Browns backers bar. It's 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 one of the spots, man. If you've not been to Meister's, you got to go check it out at least once. But yeah, it's really cool vibe in there, and the pizza's great. And they also do a deep dish. Again, I don't remember if it's a stuffed or a deep dish. I have I have no. Actually, I think it's just a deep. I don't think it's a stuffed. Okay, but either way, if you like the deep dish, they do that. If you like the hand toss, they do that, and they're both excellent. And if you're so, saying, what's the difference? There's a difference. We do a whole show talking about pizza styles. Between deep dish and stuffed, or deep dish and hand tossed? No, deep dish and stuffed. Oh, yeah, right. I can do a whole show just on Chicago pizza styles and not how everything is the same. You all right? You need a moment? No, it's delicious. Anyway, you rub your nipples? That is a pizza place that is not going anywhere, Meisters. So uh, thank you for bringing us pizzas. Chambers Road, go get go get some pizza. Down in, uh, what are, where is this? We're in. We're considered Grandview technically over here. Is that right? It's it's uh, like we're Grandview and UA meet. Right. It's it's like right on the line. I feel like I used to live on Chambers Road years ago. Well, yeah, I'm saying where would you consider that Grandview or UA? I, I'd say Grandview, more Grandview, right? That's Grandview. more Grandview. Yeah, yeah. I almost it's Grandview. Yeah, not far from campus. Diane Chambers. <laughs> oh, God. oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe. 
is there a is there a drummer named Dennis Chambers? I think that's right. I think that's a guy. Well, there was uh, Tom Chambers played in the yeah. NBA. Dennis Chambers, I was right. Yeah. Tom Chambers, good call. Tom Chambers. Any more Chambers? <laughs> Move on uh, to Tom's. I was going to Tom's. Tom Brady. Brady Quinn. Brady Bunch. Name one. Peter. Peter Brady. Uh, Peter O'Toole. Hmm. Tool time with Tim Taylor. That's no, no. Okay. Let's try it. Fat Boy Futiak! Common Man and T-Bone have very little value. Unless they're telling you about all the crap they can shove in your mouth so you can die quicker. It's time for Fat Boy Food Tip. Wait, how do you want me to say it? Um, tip? 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 Mm, this is dumb. I quit. Fat Tuesday was Tuesday. Yesterday was Ash Wednesday, which means we are in the Lent, kids. And that also means fast food places that only have fish sandwiches for a limited time, well, they're back on the menu. First of all, that should be against the law. There should always be a fish sandwich on the menu. No, Lent should not be against the law. I didn't know where we were going with this. Taking a fish sandwich off the menu should be against the law. Gotcha. So if you like the Wendy's fish, I think they call it the crispy panko fish. Yeah. It is back. It was back starting on Monday. Uh, I know Arby's is doing two fish. They got the one regular fish and then one on the Hawaiian roll, which is very good. I did a list of top fish sandwiches last year at this time. I do not remember it, but I do remember that I was pleasantly surprised by Steak and Shake's fish sandwich, Okay, which is also a limited time thing. I'm sure it's on the menu now. So go fish. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. I uh, I am not a huge fish sandwich fang fang fish oh. sandwich fan and at the fast food places. McDonald's is they have fillet of fish all the time, but they're doing the double yeah. fillet of fish, and it's sloppy I, goodness. I thought I saw they had like a two for six, maybe as well. Yes, they're doing yeah. that. You can get two fish sandwiches for six bucks, but they'll also just give you two fish patties. Yeah, what are we calling that patties and. Uh, patty. What, what, what do you mean? What you call that? Two, yeah, it's a fish. A patty. sandwich with two pieces of fillet. fish. A fish fillet. Yes, two fillets on one bun. Right. Um, so we had Ash, or uh, sorry, Fat Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Then yesterday was Ash Wednesday. Does today have a name? Being it's um, the second day of Lent, I guess. Right? Is that how that would work? I don't. I should know, know this. I don't know it. Can we? Well, yeah. I guess I don't know. I don't know what the you name did. Tell be. me the story about the first time you saw somebody with uh, ashes on their forehead. I didn't know what it was. I was, and again, I grew up in a Christian church. I grew up Baptist and went to church three times a week, meaning Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and Wednesday evening. But you, did, Bible you didn't study. do Ash Wednesday. We never did that. And I'm again, it's not like I'm not against it or anything. I just I grew up in. I'm saying. If you grew up in North American churches and you went like around the world and said, I grew up in North America, I went to the United States of America. I went to church Christian. People would say, oh, so you did this, 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 and this. And I would have to say, no, I didn't do half those things. And someone else, one denomination over would be like, well, we did that and that, but we didn't do this and this. And it's just weird that, I mean, most people would say, did you have Palm Sunday? Did you do that? We did, but we, again, I've been in churches where it was a huge deal and I've been in churches where it was like, yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, it was a it was a big deal as far as the preacher would talk about it, but it wouldn't be like some some of the churches I went to. They actually brought in donkeys 
and had like actors portraying Jesus coming down the aisle with the, the palms and they're doing that in the aisle to like simulate what was going on back then. I've seen that in churches and I've seen churches that are like, yeah, Palm Sunday. Anyway, here's the sermon. And then that's it. Did you have the same uh, myths in your church about Harry Palms? Oh, did you guys talk <laughs> about that? That's what we were talking about. Uh, no. Are you aware of it? I am. I didn't. That didn't come from church. I just heard people talk about no, that. No, that came from my church. I, okay, I'm saying my churches didn't Is bring that, that if up. You, if you self-gratified yourself, you would you would grow hair on your palms. And so everybody would know that you touched yourself because you got hair on your palms. Have we ever... Here, here's the question I always had with that. Has anyone seen someone with hairy palms? No. Right. So was that just a joke? Like, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm saying it started as just like, ha, ha, ha. We'll see if the kids believe this. That's Can funny. I tell you something? Didn't stop me. No. I thought, well, if some hair starts to sprout, then I'll shave it off, I guess. But I'll tell you. I mean, if we want to go deep on it, I'll tell you this. I don't want to go deep on anything. <laughs> I, I had no idea about that. But then when I found out about it, I was very, very fond of the idea. Like I'm saying that the first time. Well, you know what I mean. I, Fond of the I idea. I didn't realize. I didn't what do you mean realize. Didn't realize. I didn't know. I thought that just the feeling came and went. I didn't know you could make it happen. Kind of is what I'm saying. I had no idea. Whatever age I was, probably like you know early teenager, probably twelve or thirteen was probably when I figured that out. And uh, that was a good couple weeks. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, EA Sports has officially released a trailer for the rebirth of the college football game. They say the game's going to be dropping this summer. Oh, yeah, finally. And I think they're doing something where you can actually play players. Okay. Not just numbers masquerading as players, but they're going to have some sort of licensing deal where you can play as a real player. Now, that player may hit the portal even in the game. Well, yeah, but I mean, that happens if you play the NFL version of the game, right? You play Madden, you can move players around. They can have, you can have career mode. You can put guys on different teams. Do you remember all that the stuff. very weird game on Nintendo called Wall Street Kid? No, I don't remember that at Teddy, all. Teddy, do you ever play Wall Street Kid on Nintendo? No. All right. I, I, I was the only one, I think, who had this game. My mother bought it for me because I think it was on Super Sale. Well, go to, go to Google Machine, look up Nintendo Wall Street Kid. The entire concept of this game was buying and selling stocks and making money and becoming rich and sexy. Mm. But if you just concentrated on the stocks, then your girlfriend, whose name I think was Priscilla, would leave you. So you would have to spend time with Priscilla but if you only spent time with Priscilla and bought stocks, but didn't concentrate on your health, like go swimming, then you would get an illness and die. Wild. Yes. So you had to keep your girlfriend happy, make money with the stocks, and keep your, your body healthy. And that's how you advanced in the game. I think this should be a thing in the new college football game with NIL. How so? Like well, you, you just, just can't create a player and just be good on the field. Mm. You have to take time. You have to meet with boosters. Yeah, dude. You have to promote things on your Instagram. That's okay. Titus Powell calls you and asks you to 
promote some sort of new product that he has. I'm looking at this right now. I'm watching like a 10-minute gameplay of Wall Street Kid from NES. It said it came out in 1990. It's wild, man. Yeah, it shows you're on the phone with Ralph. It says cash, $500,000, stocks, zero. And then it has Ralph, basically, you're having a conversation with him where he says, uh, hello, my name is Ralph. I'm a real estate agent. Larry told me that you are interested in purchasing a house for around $1 million. Uh, and then it goes on. And, uh, I'm looking at some very nice homes for sale at the moment. I'll get uh, all the info and give you a call. And so like you have to kind of manage this conversation. And then eventually you have to make decisions on, okay, I could buy this million dollar property. But then someone else calls you and says, hey, I got a deal Maybe, for you to right. Maybe invest it works some money out. over here. Maybe it doesn't work out. Yeah. If you create a player in the new college football game, you got to take calls from NIL people. You take calls from shady boosters who are going around Ooh, sure. the NIL. And you can get rich quicker. You can, but, but you can also a, get caught. You get caught. Like, and get, Ooh, you've been busted by the NCAA. Yeah. You've been suspended. But if you like get more money, maybe you play better because you feel better. Correct. And then maybe you get a better chance of winning like a Heisman or something. And, and you have to keep your girlfriend happy. Oh, right. Of course. That's part of the deal, too. And maybe there are other enticements, like you go to a frat party, and mm. other girls are there, and they want to get with you. Oh, yeah, and you got to decide what to do. You can, tr- you can try and do that on the down low, but if your girlfriend finds out about it, she breaks up with you, and that affects your performance on the field. Absolutely right. That's a good idea. I, mean, I, I think we should add this in 100%. I can't be the only one that had this game. Other people must have played this. You know what? I'll say this. I looked at the cover. I do remember seeing the cover at Blockbuster to rent. I don't remember actually renting it, but I remember seeing it and going, that sounds boring, and then not renting it. It's so boring, (laughs) it was addicting. (laughs) Bone, Teddy, and I will declare our hillbillies coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. There's some slower traffic on southbound 270 on the east outer belt between Main Street and I-70. And watch out for an accident on the right shoulder of southbound 71 on the north side at 5th Avenue. Police are on scene there, causing some delays. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Going stir-crazy with your pet? Invisible Fence brand works in any weather so you can stay warm while your dog gets their energy out in the yard. Their local pet experts work with you to create a customized solution tailored to your pet. Learn more about how pets like like yours gain independence at invisiblefence.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Back when I was banging, this show slapped. Whatever the hell that means. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Name That Hole is coming up at 534. Um, We're going to talk about hillbillies. We'll do that. Yarmo got fired today. We continue to dedicate the program to Yarmo and all of our bad Yarmo bits. Not necessarily <laughs> dedicate the show to Yarmo, but just one last chance to play our Yarmo bits from the last 11 years. As a matter of fact, let's do one of those now. There you go. This is Yarmo Kekalainen calling up Josh Anderson's agent 
Let's take a listen. All right, let me call this piece of stupid agent Josh Anderson making my headache. I hate him. His dumb face. Thank you for calling. Uh, yes, this is Yarmo Kekalainen. Please I am- hold while I transfer your call. Oh, for the... Oh, God, I hate this stupid message. Oh, and good. Yes, is crappy pop music to hold. Yes, this is what I want. Put me in good mood so I talk to your dumb agent. Yes. Um, hello? Yes, hello. This is Yarmo. You are a piece of crap. Oh, I, I, oh hello, Yarmo. Did you, did you get the trade request? Did I you? understand that your client, Josh Anderson, wants trade. We don't really feel like the contract negotiations are, are working out for our end of things. Okay, let me make you better offer. I send to you $50 more than previous offer and a free bag of sand for you to pound. I don't think that's exactly what my client is, is looking for at this time. Oh, well, then maybe you want trade. Yes? Yeah, I think that's you know best for both sides. Because if he doesn't get traded, I mean, he can go play for one of the wonderful European teams. This is a good idea. I think I trade your client to, let me see, go through Rolodex. Oh, how about Regina Skankbags? That is good team, yes? I've never heard of that team before. I don't think that's a real team. I think maybe he could play for the Saskatoon Walking Piles of Crap. There you go. He could be their mascot, yes? Again, I've I've never heard of that team before. Let me tell you something. Yeah. You will not out Yarmo, Yarmo. Is this clear? I'm uh I'm regretting all of this. Okay. This is final offer. I give Josh Anderson piece of crap the exact contract he wants, but then you, Mr. Assface Agent Guy, have to fight me in a bare knuckle street brawl. I don't think that would work out for me. I think I would die in about 30 seconds. I think this would be fun for me. This is the only way I make deal. All right, I'm, I'm terrified of you. Whatever the last offer was, we'll take $2 million less. Have a good day. I will make you bleed your own blood. There we go. About our best work on that one, I don't think. I'm going to miss that stupid bastard. <laughs> Who, Yarmo? No, the version of us that did stuff oh, like right. that. <laughs> I don't know what happened to those guys. They're gone. <laughs> no way. What, what did you sing a parody song the other day? <laughs> what did know. you just sing the other day? You sang a stupid I don't song. Oh, the Flacco thing. Uh, I, I did forget. the year check thing. Oh, year check. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was more right. recent. Yeah. I, smell, I smell crappy hockey. Was that it? Something? Yes. Something. Marcy Playground. Yeah, that's right. I, I do, Timmy. You did a bit about this? When? Year, a year check bit? What, days ago? We did. I don't, know where, it, I mean, yeah, I don't know where it is. Thanks for being part of the show. I'm sorry. I Your name's in the open, you bastard. <laughs> I, I realize Teddy, that. Could we play a little bit for Tim, maybe? No, so please. Just, God. Can we just take Tim out of the open? Please. That's easier. That. <laughs> yeah, You'd like that. that. That's fine. Sure. Yeah, that's right. What did we put it in? Under. I don't know. You guys put it all. I, I made the thing. Can you spell it? No, I can't spell <laughs> it. J-I-R-I-C-E-K. You're a check. Just like it what sounds. What is it? J-I-R-I-C-E-K. Just like it sounds. You're a check. <laughs> it's not there. Well, then I don't know. Ted put it in. I didn't put it in. Try my little lover boy. <laughs> Maybe it'll come up. It's good. No? Thanks, Tim. That's welcome. Good. All right. Go have some pizza. Yeah, shut your whole pizza over there. Uh, We're going to pick our hillbillies. Daytona 500 is this weekend.
And I'm very excited about it. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Don't because lie. I'm no, I'm gonna be rooting for Jimmy Johnson. You are? Yes. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Why are you rooting for Jimmy Johnson? Because Mike? Jimmy Johnson is gonna have a Creed car. He's gonna have a Creed sticker on his car. All right. Well, it's, why it's, you have to ruin everything? It's for a me? lot of it's actually a Carvana car for whatever it's worth, but it will have Creed on it. On the door. Yeah. Their Creed is on the there's a sticker of Creed on there. I think they paid seventy four dollars to get their sticker put on. It's very big expenditure by their crap label. On Creed right I mean, now. it's not you know. I'm just saying, it's not like the whole paint job is Creed. It's a very minimal part of the car. I'm telling you right now, if Scott Stapp had been the general manager of the Columbus Blue Jackets for the last eleven years, we'd have more than one playoff victory. I, I agree with you on that. Actually, he would have motivated him. All right, Jimmy Johnson for me. What's the odds on him? Uh, oh, I should probably pull those back up. Well, you're just staring into space. Well, I had them, and then they went away. Uh, he was, last I checked, at 80 to 1. Is that right? Yeah. 80 to 1. I mm-hmm. thought Jimmy Johnson was a big deal. He was at one time, but he's he's, he's no not longer like a full-time guy. I, I didn't know that. Back he's when got he was in, banging, he's got he into was. car ownership, and so he owns the car that he's driving, but he's, yeah, he's kind of like, he's a huge deal. He's a legend, but... He's well Hall of Famer. He's Hall of Famer, that's right, but he's past his prime. That's all. First Hall of Famer to actually race in a NASCAR event. Yeah, he's been elected and now is back in. How about that? First Hall of Famer to win a oh, NASCAR what event. What if that happened? Oh, because my that's going to happen. It's going to be happen, happen because of the power of Creed. Yeah, I'm so that. glad that Apollo Creed's dead. <laughs> what? Why? Why would you want that? Yeah, hell with him. Oh, there could only be one. Only one Creed, but but the movie Creed, that character is he dead? I mean, Michael B. Jordan is he not should dead. Be dead. No, not Michael B. Jordan. The, I hope Drago's son comes back and kills him. No, his no. Avengers character is dead. Oh, is he? I haven't followed along with that. Good. It sucks. Well, once we went into like eighteen Nether Worlds, I just. Sorry, I don't have to. I like, all right. What about the nether regions? Get back. Well, then, then I'm all in, depending on whose nether region it is. I've got Jimmy Johnson yeah. at 80 to 1. Bone, yeah. pick your hillbilly. I'm going with the uh, Buckeye Bullet, the son of the Buckeye Bullet. That would be Ryan Blaney, my guy. What, what's his odds? Uh, he is 12 to 1 odds to win the Daytona 500. Teddy, pick your hillbilly. I'm going with a guy who I'm not a fan of, and he has never won the Daytona 500. This will be his 19th attempt. Mm. Talking about Kyle Busch. Boosh. I think he gets it done this year. Yeah. I mean, you know, it took uh, the great Dale Earnhardt 20. Shut up. Sorry. No, no, no. Ted, keep talking. Shut up. Keep talking over this. What are you talking? Why, we've heard it. Sorry. A million right. times okay, we've heard it. Keep going. Keep Dale going. Earnhardt, it took him 20 attempts to win the oh, 500. Yeah. I think Kyle Busch, he's racing for Richard Childress. I think, you know, 19. I mean, maybe it'd been better if I chose next year, but I think he'll get it done. For those who don't know, Richard Childress is who Dale Earnhardt used to drive for. Yes. That's that's the legendary Timmy, number three car. Yeah. Pick your hill, Billy. The winner is going to be my guy, Ty Gibbs. Ooh, oh, 25 to 1. Joe Gibbs, baby. Oh, there's no singing now. It's just the Doesn't bridge. That's just, just Tree Monty. It's Alter Bridge, right? Tree Monty. Is this Alter Bridge? It, it's all Alter Bridge. Yeah, you're right. It's a bridge. Oh, there you go. Yes. How's Sterling Marlin doing? Is he going to be in the race? Not, not, not Sterling racing. Sterling, not driving. Marlin. I think I Ricky think. Rudd. 
Alive. Dick Trickle. Dead. Cole Trickle. Now, I have to say this because I know these guys are going to kill me if I don't. Tonight, I will be entering the Dick Trickle Fantasy League once again in an attempt to win my NASCAR Fantasy League. I won it a couple years ago. Did not do so well last year. Finished second two years ago. Anyway, the point is, draft is tonight. We're drafting our drivers tonight for our teams. I have them all year long. You have a bench. You have one driver on the bench. You have four drivers that you start. I got to pick it tonight. You boys are going to have a nice intro message we, for your fantasy draft. I don't, I don't know. I can't either confirm or deny. Mm. I don't want to spoil anything for those who might be listening. I don't want to ruin it for them. Oh, did, is that the thing that, that we taped? Yeah, that's the thing you did. Yeah, that I asked you to do in the office. Yes. Okay. So anyway. Yeah, so that's Bill, tonight. Billy Joel has a song called It's Just a Fantasy. Was it, written about, was it written about fantasy sports? Uh, no, but you can oh. pretend that it was and play Whoa. it at your draft tonight. Ooh, that would be then a fantasy about it's just a fantasy, right? <laughs> we, don't, we don't have pretending. that one, Timmy. I can't play it. I'll go figure. That's too bad. It's just a fantasy. Whoa. It's not the real thing. Whoa. It's just a fantasy. Whoa. It's not the real thing. Whoa. Sometimes a fantasy Whoa. is all you need. This is off Billy Joel's album where he explains what words are to people who've never heard them. Hey, you know them. what? Let me tell you something. Yarma was fired today. Holtman was fired yesterday. I may have tried some cocaine for the first time today. I'm just so excited. He's just a doctor. He looks at your insides. He'll give you medicine. And sometimes quit his job. I don't know. I lost lost all my steam. I don't know. I lost all my steam. I don't know. Name that hole (laughs) is coming up next. I don't know why. Just the way you said hole. Yes, that's good. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. We've got a couple of slow spots out there. Eastbound 270 on the north outer belt between 315 and 71 has a couple minute delay, as well as westbound 670 between 71 and 315. And watch out for an accident on the left shoulder of eastbound 70 on the east side at Hamilton Road, causing some slowdowns. This report is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same flexible payments. Go to directauto.com for a free quote. I'm Nicole for now. 97.1, the fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Common Man and T-Bone present Name That Hole. Yes, here's how it goes. You tell us a story or we find a story from the interwebs about someone acting holish. Or not. We may determine that there is no hole. But here, here are the grades. A hole is like the most basic hole that you can be. A hole. That's really like kindergartners can be a holes. Yeah, sure. We, we kick it up a notch with B hole. B hole. And then the ultimate, we don't hand these out willy nilly, is the C hole. C hole. You got to be a real big, disgusting hole 
to be a sea hole. That's right. All right, Bone, give me something. Uh, all right, first off, we'll start here. Uh, this is Paul Gibbon, 63 years old, from Kingsclare, England. Hello. Paid about $32,000 to have his kitchen remodeled a year ago, according to the Basingstoke Gazette. The company that he chose to do the work apparently did not do a good job, according to Gibbons. He said, quote, the finish throughout is so poor, half the kitchen doesn't fit as it should. I agreed to the contract, and what I was told would be two weeks of work. Instead, I'm left with a kitchen I can't even use as you should. So he demanded a refund. When he couldn't get that, he just did what anybody else would do. He parked a decommissioned 1963 tank in front of the store where this company operates out of. They have a storefront, and he parked his tank in front of it and then left it there. Uh, The company, Wix, called this unacceptable and aggressive behavior and threatened to have the tank removed. But Gibbons said he isn't budging. I want my money back. I want them to take that kitchen out of my house so I can get a new one. So is he being a hole by putting a giant tank in front of their house, or should he go through some other means to do that? This is a very... Now, is this a, a house or is this a like a store? No, he has a house. He parked his tank in front of their like storefront where their company is based out of. So if people go there, there's just a giant tank blocking the in and out that you would go to. I guess it's like on a sidewalk or something. You know, he just parked up next to it like in a street. I mean, I, f- I feel bad for him that he didn't get what he wanted. He felt like he was swindled. I'm, I'm not saying that it's a huge deal, but I, I do think he's an a-hole. Okay, yeah, but not a not a b hole. No, or I don't. C-hole. I don't think so. Just being a little Teddy Dugree? bit of an a hole. I was thinking the same thing. All yeah, right. he's definitely an a hole. Even though, A-hole. yeah, he, I'm right. with him. But yeah, um, do you want me to do another one? Does Teddy have one? Or Teddy? Maybe you have one. Sure, I can give you one. All right, go okay. ahead, Teddy. All right, there's this uh, guy. Uh, his it's just going to be his birthday, and he's expecting something nice because apparently, him and his wife they always get each other these nice gifts for their birthday. Usually, maybe like $500 worth or maybe a little bit more than that. Must be nice. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, he's ex- all excited for his birthday, and he has this package, and his wife gives him, um, he unwraps it, and it's like these jars full of these uh, like w- wishing stars, I think is what they, they call them. Okay. And apparently, she had just put them in there and said, yeah, they're wishing stars, and then you can use these you know, f- to for a wish. And he was just like... Yeah, okay, that's fine, that's nice. And he didn't, like, hide his feelings how disappointed he was from her. So he's got, and, and who is the the a-hole, or is there one in this situation that he didn't sort of get the gift that he was expecting, and then he showed, you know, his feelings to his wife, so... Well, maybe this was part of a bigger gift, and because of his response, that bigger part of the gift never came could be right maybe Maybe she was saying well i'm gonna give him these wishing stars and if he wishes for a threesome well it's gonna happen (laughs) and that's the gift but instead he acted poorly now but here's here's where i'll i'll go back on that and i'll say now again i don't know what their history is of gift giving if he is like i made you something out of macrame and then she's like oh i like no no these were all like nice gifts that they give for each other and he had just done something really nice for her birthday yeah so they they give you know these lavish have these lavish birthday so she's like i gotta do better than him i'm gonna give him a threesome I'm going to make that happen. Then you don't give wishing stars and go, well, if he figures it out. No, you just, honey, congratulations. Here you go. You're having a threesome. Name that dude. And we're going, I don't know. I think like there's, you just I think there's two holes. I think they're both holes. I don't think he's a hole for just saying, I'm no, disappointed. I mean, the, reaction's, the, the reaction's bad. 
probably. Yeah. But just a-hole, right? Yeah. Nothing beyond that? Okay. A-hole. All right, here's one. Totally missed my joke, by the way, but that's fine. No, I got it. It just wasn't funny. Oh. Well, uh, welcome to my life, buddy. Father-in-law years. and his girlfriend came down for Christmas with an old dog and a new puppy. All right, so father-in-law and his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. The new puppy peed on the rug because F.I.L. was busy. What is F.I.L.? Father-in-law. Oh, father-in-law. Father-in-law right. was busy. He found out about the puddle of pee and asked, is it okay if the puppy, puppy makes a couple of messes because he's not used to this confining of a space? What's the worst hole move? Asking if the dog can ruin my carpet or passive-aggressively saying my house is too small? Mm. Or the wife that said, just let it go, they're only here for two nights. What's the verdict? Um, I definitely think it's a, it's at least an a-hole move to have to like have that accident happen and, and kind of not be understanding that someone's mad about it. I think it's a b-hole move when you're mostly like, one, it's your fault because the dog's not used to closed spaces. And also, what's the big deal anyway, right? It's just you can clean it up. Like, to not be apologetic or anything for it, that makes you a b-hole. I think he's a b-hole. I think the wife for not doing anything is an a-hole. This is her father. Yeah, but I can see the wife just saying, let's just get through it. Let's and just then get through it. Let's we'll just never, have, and then we'll pee never pee have poo-poo in the house for two days. Well, then we'll never, what are you supposed to do? Tell him to get out? Yeah. And go to a, no, so, so you can't so do that. BH shut. <laughs> the dogs. Yeah, the dogs, yeah. Then you'd be, then you'd the be a hole. Then you'd be a hole. I'm going to say a-hole for the wife, b-hole for the father-in-law. Teddy, what's the verdict? Yeah, the uh, father-in-law definitely b-hole because... There's no way you take a puppy to somebody's no. ha- house, and you know, because it takes a while to get them trained, and that's just stupid. What were no. they thinking? You're leaning on your like again. This is his daughter, so he's leaning on like, oh, yeah. she's my daughter. She kind of has. She yeah, like, she what's she gonna with say? It? You know, like I think that put her in a bad spot. So maybe she's been a little bit of an a hole, but right, that's so because you, all right, yeah, dad's putting father, her in a, father-in-law's b-hole. Yeah, yeah. terrible b-hole. I've got this one, too. Uh, This is Jackie Nguyen of Seattle. After two and a half years, this is a quote, just didn't like her couch anymore. Now, she bought it from Costco. All right. uh, Two and a half years ago. But she didn't like it anymore. So she looked at the return policy, and apparently, according to the return policy, there was a chance she could return it. So she took the couch to the store and even told them we just didn't like the color anymore. She did not have a receipt. And again, bought this two and a half years ago, but she could remember the date they bought the sofa from this store. The clerk at Costco looked it up and said, you're right. You bought it from here. We have the receipt here. Here's $900. Two and a half years of using a couch and you'd return it to the store? And now Costco gave her the full refund. But to me, I think that's an a-hole move at least. You've used the couch for two years, and you're admitting you just don't like the color anymore. You liked it when you bought it. Tastes change. Times change. You shouldn't get to just take your stuff back just because you grew tired of it. Well, you're right. If the couch were defective in some way, like you're sitting on the couch and you're enjoying a, a movie, and like a spring pops up and cuts your ass. Of course. And then you have to get a tetanus shot. Right. Because of it. Then perhaps you you send it back. I'm saying but you had good use out of the couch for two and a half years. To me, this is the thing of like you go to a restaurant, you eat the meal, you leave like maybe a bite left, and you're like, you know what, this steak was actually cold. I want to, I want this meal comped. And the restaurant's like, uh, okay, okay, I guess, yeah, we'll do that. 
but you enjoyed the majority of the use of that thing. I know couches should last more than two and a half years. This couch wasn't defective or bad. She just decided we don't like it anymore. And Costco did a nice thing to her. They said to her, by the way, they donate, resell, return, or credit the manufacturer and get it refurbished when people bring stuff back like this. So Costco apparently has a nice return policy. Are you calling her an a-hole? At least. Teddy, is she a hole? I'm going with a a hole. But you guys, if you think it's more than a hole. I I could think it's even more just because it's like you bought it and you liked it when you bought it. Nothing was wrong with it. I don't think it's B-worthy. Okay. I'll go a-hole. Let's let's go a-hole. A-hole. Thank you. Um, what was I going to say to you? Oh, the segment's over. Yeah. Next week, when everybody's not getting fired, we'll do more holes throughout the show. We just didn't have time today. This was a low hole type of low day. hole. Tomorrow, next no week, hole. next week it'll be a high hole day. High hole, not a high holy day, just a high hole day. Back page coming up. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. There's a couple of accidents to watch out for. One on the right shoulder of eastbound 270 on the north outer belt near 23. And another accident on the right shoulder of southbound 315 at King Avenue causing delays. This report is sponsored by AAA Car Care Plus. Save $104 on select sets of four Nokian tires at AAA Car Care Plus. Not a member? Not a problem. Everyone can save $104 on Nokian tires through February 17th at AAA Car Care Plus locations. See store for details. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. My no-holes. Good guys. I got a story for you. Love to hear it. You ready? Yeah. A Delta flight was recently forced to return around an hour after takeoff when maggots fell from the overhead compartment onto passengers huh. sitting in the economy seats. Huh. <laughs> Those economy seats. The flight mm. on Tuesday, February 13th, was transporting travelers from Amsterdam to Detroit, Michigan. Amsterdam to Detroit. When a passenger's suitcase containing rotting fish was in the overhead bin and opened up, resulting in maggots falling onto passengers and the plane turning around. After the plane landed, all passengers were instructed to deboard the aircraft, and the suitcase containing the fish was placed in a bag to be destroyed. The plane itself was also deeply cleaned before being lit on fire. <laughs> were, uh, were passengers instructed to strip naked and then mm. go through now the here, car here's, wash? Here's my question to you. I mean, this is, think about the headaches this caused. This is an international flight. Wow. Going from Amsterdam to Detroit. Yeah. You take off, maggots fall in the plane. Maggots in the plane. You go back, you discover there is someone who brought a carry-on with rotting fish and maggots in it. Now, I think that person should have to serve jail time. Yes, you know why? 
Yeah, I, I don't understand how you think that's okay. And if you don't understand, if you don't think that's okay, maybe jail time is not the best no, thing. No, I'm but saying jail like, time and public ridicule. I think it, well, public ridicule I'd be up for, and a giant fine, and and you know what, a ban from the airlines. How about that? Oh yeah, all of that. Now, no, no flying anymore for you. I'm honestly wondering this, you know, without getting to you know know anything about the passenger, is this someone that's extremely stupid? Or someone that was trying to f with this plane. Oh, I'm for the fun no, of it. It seems like extremely stupid. Extremely yeah, stupid. Someone who's yeah. saying I didn't see a problem oh, with it. What's wrong fish. with that? It was just a little fishy. It yeah. says like it's uh, not going to buzz anything going through uh, security. It's just food, right? The well, Delta the Delta right. staff had identified the owner of the rotting suitcase and detained them on the plane after the rest of the travelers left the aircraft. I would make them clean, help clean the plane. Absolutely, yes. yeah. And then I would take them in handcuffs to jail. Not help clean. You clean all of it. Eat right. and eat and this fish. You <laughs> it, was, it was so important <laughs> for you to bring the fish. Eat it. Eat, eat it. the fish. Eat it. Eat the maggots. You yeah. have to be strapped in to a, to a, a seat. Yes. I mean, we do and have to consider. We do have to consider option C, which is they were someone who is trying to gain clout on social media by going. Oh, today we're going to try to take a maggot infested fish onto an airplane. That's yeah. even worse. Yes. that's not just jail. That's then, death penalty. And that person yeah. is yes, death penalty. Because if, by, that, if yeah, that, then that's the second thing, and that's someone trying to play a sick joke. Yeah, and f with then the airplane and people's international travel. Yeah, that's Sick. horrible. Right, Buckeye show coming up top of the hour. What's coming up, Timmy? Well, you know what happened yesterday, so there's more aftermath. Tyvis is with me. I want to get his take. Mr. Positivity, he thought the Buckeyes were going to go on like an eight-game win streak and get all this done. He he didn't really, but more on that with Gene Smith's press conference. Also, James Laurinaitis is in for the Buckeyes in our weekly chat with Pat Murphy. Two big hours of the Buckeye show starting at 6 o'clock. Back page, hit it. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, if you're headed to Vegas anytime soon, there is a new tourist attraction that might just interest Panama Ted, among others. The John Wick Experience to open in Las Vegas later this year. It's uh, part of a, a tourist attraction called Area 15, where they will create this. Apparently, fans of the franchise can go there to join into what they're calling something similar to an escape room, but not labeled as such. So it's an escape room. But it's a John Wick type of escape room where you'll get to go through, they say, the characters, mythology, and iconography Mm. from the Wick universe. I just want to murder his dog. Well, that's what uh, I was going to say. That's not going to go well for you. No, don't do that. That's That's not going to work out for you. you. That's literally the premise of the movie is why that's a bad idea. Do you want to die? Yeah, that's right. Time to die. And you hate to see <laughs> this. This is his line. Yeah, this is he's sad. watched the movies. I love it when Keanu Reeves looks at the camera and says, "Time to die." <laughs> You're gonna he starts, die. Then he, yeah. Uh, and sad You're news. Gonna die, so, someone, some bad news here for Hot Ones host Sean Evans. Sean. Sean. Uh, if you've seen the show where you eat hot chicken wings on a set while Sean Evans interviews you, that's called Hot Ones. He was recently seen dating uh, film star Melissa Stratton. Uh, the internet quickly noticed that uh, Melissa Stratton is not just an actress in films, but adult films specifically. Mm. And so then that became noted that, uh, well, he's hanging out with her. Let her live. Let him live. The relationship she apparently, needs, though. She needs love, too. Apparently, the relationship did not last very long. Allegedly, it's due to the the star of the YouTube series, uh, Evans, not being comfortable with the amount of attention he received 
dating her, so now they have broken up. Well, see hole. That's too bad. What do you expect? Well, time, I mean, time to die. What I'm saying is, it's not. What did he think was going to happen? It's like I'm dating a porn star. No one will make a big deal about this. It's 2024. I'm, the internet won't say a thing. I'm doing hot ones. I'm dating a porn star. Something's got to give. A hole. All right, Buckeye shows next. Hey, Tyvis's birthday's tomorrow. So if you're on the socials, wish Tyvis a happy 30th birthday. It's all over now, buddy. That sack's going to fall all the way down to your kneecaps. It's done. That's a shame. Eat that loaf of bread. Okay. You magnificent bastard. <laughs> there you go. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Traffic is stop and go on northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 11th Avenue and a couple minute delay on westbound 670 between 71 and 315 and some slower traffic downtown on eastbound 70 between 71 West Split and Livingston Avenue. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Now during Staples Citathon, you can save up to $180 on select chairs, desk chairs, computer chairs, even gaming chairs. In-store only, offer ends 3-2. See associates for details. Stop by Staples today and grab a seat. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. It's a fan action update. This action update is brought to you by ESPN. Bet gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Updating the college football national championship odds for 2025. Georgia remains a favorite by ESPN. Bet at plus 360. Ohio State has the second best odds at plus 425. Texas comes in at 8-1. to Bama and Oregon are both 12-1. to You can find Michigan with the eighth best odds at 16-1. to And Penn State's 30-1. to For your ESPN Bet action update, I'm Scotty Vegas. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Casting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The Fan. The Fan. Good afternoon. I'm Buddy Wells. Starting with the big news of the day, the Columbus Blue Jackets have fired General Manager Yarmo Kekalainen. Yarmo had been on the job for the Jackets since February of 2013. John Davidson will assume the role as GM until a replacement is hired. We have not one but two promotions within the Ohio State football coaching staff. After spending last season as a GA, James Laurinaitis is being elevated a linebacker's coach. Also, Tim Walton has been promoted to assistant head coach. Along with that, Walton, as well as Jim Knowles, Larry Johnson, and Keenan Bailey have all received contract extensions. Two games tonight in Big Ten men's college hoops at 6.30. Northwestern is at Rutgers. Then at 8.30, Minnesota will visit number two, Purdue. The high state men are next in action on Sunday afternoon. That's when they'll host those second-ranked Boilermakers. This update is sponsored by BMI Federal Credit Union. Earn a $200 cash bonus when you open a new free checking account at BMI. Visit bmifcu.org slash free. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. 
Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware.